Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. My podcast that doesn't have a name yet. Hi, I'm Chad Rogers, and I'm here today with Lewis Stone. Lewis Stone. Lewis Stone is a really good friend of mine. Uh, We haven't seen each other in two Uh, years, a year and a half. About a year and a half. Really long time. Really good friends. Yeah, we we were good friends. (laughs) (laughs) We went to university together. We were uh, Mm -hmm. in an improv group together. Mm -hmm. We made some projects together Mm -hmm. um, that didn't win any awards, but uh, they should have. Yeah. They, they were good. They were good. Yeah. They, you know, I still use the MOOCs. I was in a short film that he wrote and directed called The MOOCs. And um, it was like one giant scene. It was uh, one giant. Scene. It was one giant scene. It was about, what, 16 minutes long? I think it was about 72 director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's, about, it's about 10 minutes long. Um, I still use that footage for, uh, for my reel. That's, I think I'm, I'm glad. Hey, yeah. and, that, and that credit actually goes to Bobby Nielsen for being a great director of photography on that so bobby did a fantastic job everybody mm-hmm. did you know when's the last time you talked to jamie barkwitz i haven't i sent i probably like hit, hit her up for a couple tweets on a couple things she's like said lately but i haven't seen her she said one of the funniest things to me on that uh shoot where she, it was in the middle of the night because we shot all night long mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um oh my gosh we were sitting and we were all just so tired and i had smoked so many cigarettes and um <laughs> She told this story about her roommate and she was like, she like opens bags of chips and then doesn't eat them because she likes eating stale chips. And so we have like, (laughs) we have like 15 bags of stale chips in our cupboard. And I'm like, why don't you eat these chips? And she's like, I like eating them stale. But then I'm like, okay, why do you have 15 bags of of stale chips. Why don't you just have one bag of stale right. chips? And her response was, right. because sometimes I just like a fresh bag. She's like, that doesn't make any sense if you like the chips stale. I like I like a fresh open. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> a nice crisp open. And then, um, and then like a three-hour sit. So uh, Lewis is uh, involved a lot now in app dating and online dating. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going all in on this. I'm going in. I'm down for it. I've I fucked with a little bit of these dating. There's so many of them now. There's there's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot bu- of. I them. mean, I ha- I got a couple people that I'm following on Twitter, and just new things popping up every day. I'm not really even like trying to pay attention to them. What's the craziest one that you've heard? Oh my god! I... Have you been on Thrinder? Thr- I've heard of Thruples. 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 I see. I haven't that was tried like the first thruples thing that came yet. To mind is like a crazy one. Oh, is like, that it's crazy, crazy people? Crazy, I guess. But I mean, anything that involves. Thrinder is like Tinder. It's just for threesomes. So anything that involves a threesome is probably going to get a little. I, I mean, it's like off color in terms of like what we like think as a traditional dating relationship. So like, what's a crazy? I don't know. People, people who like date with their dogs. I'm like, I think that's kind of weird. Like, what? can our dogs get along? How about dating with ferrets? Dating, I you know. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that one. I'm gonna. What do you mean you're waiting? It's already a thing. Is it? Yeah. There's like ferret meetups, and you can like okay. have dates with people. It's. I. I know it's very you popular in New up? York because in New York, your life has got to be so fucking miserable that you need a ferret ferrets? just to make it. Really? There's a lot of people for ferrets. It's I ferrets mean, and possums. So I'll tell. I. I'll tell you. I know the mechanics of about every dating app. Every dating app basically has the same structure, and uh-huh. I can give you all the information on that. In terms of how many dating apps there are, there. There is too many to count. There's too many snowflakes to find out there, and I and I will not be able to know all of them. But there's ferrets. That's that. Okay, ferrets. Got it. Look up the ferret. I don't know what it's I'll called. Look it up. You don't even know what it's called. No, I, I don't have a ferret. I mean, if I had a ferret, oh. and 
you know. Okay, yeah. That's was re- if, if you have a ferret and are really Everybody, horny, Google. <laughs> just don't the, fuck your ferret. But isn't this amazing? <laughs> isn't this amazing that we're like? <laughs> First of all, I approve that message. Okay, good. Second of all, isn't this amazing that you can just find compatibility with someone who has the same pet animal you have? Like, yeah. and that's and that's and that's like an axis of people like trying to find a mate. That's like that's like a significant axis that people will like not only like list it. Oh, I have a ferret. If you have a ferret, you gain some points. Yeah, they will go on a specific dating app uh-huh. for ferrets or dogs or whatever pet you have, and then and that's something that's significant to them. It's like being a vegan. Like, yeah. You say that you're a vegan and you want to date people who are vegans. Right. Mm-hmm. Or And that makes sense because it's convenient. Unless you're a girl. Because then you want a guy who's not a vegan so you can change him. Maybe. My girlfriend's a vegan. She doesn't want to change me. Really? Yeah. She's totally cool. Tell me about... I don't know. Who, who is she? Her name's Kayla. How long have you guys been together? We've been uh, about a year and three months. Wow. You guys don't live together though? No, no, no. No? Where does she stay? What part of the city? She's uh, up in the... Uh, She's a little farther northwest. She's, uh, uh, she's northwest, like, like West Calabasas. Hills? Or like Calabasas. West Hills, yeah. Yeah, West Hills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, I was thinking like where, where she's originally from. Did you meet her on a dating app? I did not meet her on a dating app. Oh, man. You're going to have to fucking change that story and start lying because uh, no. that's terrible for your no. brand. Uh, no, you, you think it's <laughs> terrible for my brand, but I think it's actually a stronger point for my brand. Why? Because the idea of dating apps... Is that even if you don't meet the one or a person that you're going to be with for the rest of your life, you get amazing access to just meet people Mm -hmm. and learn from them and practice learning how to be a good date. I don't think we talk about that in regular life a lot. We talk about our own deal breakers. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about like what I want, what this person better have. They better have these 50 things. Or I'm done. I'm, no, they're not. They're not even coming close to me. But we don't. Or I'm gonna tave them. Yeah. Just or gonna you, fucking tave. No, it's them. over. It's over. If you don't watch The Office, Bzz. this isn't gonna work out. Yeah. You don't watch The Office. Bzz. I don't want. I don't want to date. Sorry, you. Dwayne. Bzz. Like, but seriously, <laughs> Dwight, want, not Dwayne. But like, seriously, we don't talk about what am I doing to be a good date for you? Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to make sure that you're comfortable on this date? My philosophy is you go on a date, your number one thing is to make sure that they will not have any other question on their mind except, do I like this person? Make them that comfortable. Make sure you serve them that much. They don't have to worry about anything else. Is is dinner going to be okay? Where are we going? Is this a restaurant? Is this a good neighborhood? Do I, uh, is he going to show up on time? Do I, what time did, did he say he was going to show up? What time did he say? I, no, just... Make them feel so comfortable. Make sure you have everything taken care of to the point that the only question they really have to ask themselves is, eh, do I like this person? I don't know. That's Does that question come up very often? I feel like we you're right about us throwing everything on top of that dating situation. So what exactly are you saying? Are you saying you should, like, quality comes from quantity, practice makes perfect, go on a lot of dates with a lot of different people and practice for when you meet somebody important? I'm saying we need to get out of our own way. That's a problem with our generation, isn't it? It's the technology, man. Mm-hmm. There's so much 
I like sometimes I don't want to like make eye contact with people. It's mm-hmm. like a real problem. Right. Where I'm like, I just want to stay in my fucking shell and I don't want to feel like I'm being judged like sure. everybody on the internet does all the time. Right. So I'm going to go to the internet where everybody judges me. Like that's, it's fucked up. It's, it's, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. But, um, it's weird that our generation kind of has to make a conscious effort to have human interaction with other people because mm-hmm. now in our society, it's become so easy just to kind of be in our own little bubbles and never really go outside and just we no longer have the chance to have random interactions we have really minimized that yeah, we were that the right. probability of just bumping into somebody mm-hmm. even if you don't know them unless you're shit-faced that's a, that's why bar, bar culture is so popping right now that's a good point because people that's like where you can still do it but like you get a little buzz going so you take off that social thing and then you yeah. just bump into another guy sorry bro it's okay bro what's up bro oh, oh, yeah you get your confidence but then you also get a little you get a little hyped yeah and exactly then, and but and it's also like only like people who like want to drink yeah and or people who are okay with like i want to like so how many people have actually like in terms of romance met the love of their life in a bar I, i'd say a good number a good number but would you say like most people no no and that's the whole point it's like okay so this is the only place where we're gonna have random bumping into each other interactions and it's also probably not like the best yeah that's interesting you got to think about like the the, the fairy tale stories mm-hmm. that you hear mm-hmm. right are are there's two there's two parts of this that i want to make one you you hear them and it's like, oh, I went uh, kayaking with some friends and the girl at the kayak counter, that's where I met her and we mm-hmm. fell in love. And mm-hmm. we, you know, I went kayaking, but honestly, I just kept pretending that there was something wrong with my kayak so I could keep talking that's to her. So you know, yeah. I'm just making something. Right. Up. But that's, but, but I go, oh yeah. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the other part of that though, is that, is that, uh, totally. how do you, how do how do you mitigate the criticism that that's a problem with dating apps that there isn't that spontaneity of bumping into somebody that it's a swiping culture would you consider yourself like a proponent for online dating dating apps a right? proponent like, yeah a proponent like i support it yes yes i yeah. support it so then how would you face that criticism of like somebody's like it doesn't feel genuine because like it's so set up you know what i'm saying it can be so set up it depends on if you're just being authentic, if you're still just being you on the dating app and then you match with somebody and you're just kind of talking with them and you're trying to be genuine and you're trying to show genuine interest mm-hmm. because you match with this person. So I would hope you have genuine interest. Right. But just just you can still be yourself. I'm not and I'm I'm not about like you be you. I'm like you can just still be yourself. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to set yourself up and it's just going to happen it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen and you should be okay with that you should understand that like anything else if you meet a person in person or if you meet a person over the internet or through your phone or whatever you're still going to fail it's not going to work out every time don't expect it to work out the first or the second or the third time i my rule of thumb it's just a rule of thumb is let yourself fail 12 times let yourself fail 12 times yeah okay like and then start to like think about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like dating apps because it can speed up that process. You get through the probability of a lot. People say it's a numbers game. I'm like, yeah. And they get kind of they get kind of bummed out because it is a numbers game. And, the, and they're like, what do you mean? I don't think it's a numbers game. No, like r- romance is totally there. I'm like, eh, like sometimes we let ourselves get 
we, we let the narrative get in the way because I didn't meet this person at the kayak shop because yeah. I didn't have these opportunities to start faking that I have a broken kayak. I think that's part of the, like I've messed with online dating some, but I haven't had any success with it. And mm-hmm. I am totally fine with that. I kind of, and like we talked about it a little bit before we started recording that like I'm kind of like on the brink with this whole app dating online so you, dating. So you don't want to do it. You're thinking like it's one more I, week and I, I'm done. I want to do it, mm-hmm. but I haven't had any success from it. And I. So what do you want to? So okay, you haven't had success. So you've so you've been hitting some speed bumps, hitting some problems. It's been slowing you down. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're just you, you wish this would happen faster. Yeah. I can help you. <laughs> this is why I'm here. I got you. So you're hitting some speed bumps. <laughs> you're hitting some speed bumps. There's like three speed bumps to every dating app. Okay. Every, again, what are there's they? a basic structure. Okay. So you want to know? Here we go. There's three speed bumps. Speed bump one. And let me, and I want, and I want you to tell me if uh-huh. you feel, if you're like, yes, I feel this. Okay. Right? Speed bump one, you don't match with people frequently. So it takes a long time before you can chat with someone. I have shirtless pictures up. I match with people. Okay. Okay, cool. That's great. Do you think that, would you say that other people have that issue though? They don't want to go shirtless or they don't. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Speed bump number two, when you do match, you can chat, but people are often hesitant to respond. So you can't talk. How often do you talk with the people? Like, so you get a bunch of matches, but mm-hmm. how, how many people talk to you from those matches? Just not like many. Not many. Not many. Not, how Like ballpark number, how many matches would you say you get in a week? Ballpark. I'm not. I'm not doing it like right now. I did it maybe like last month, and I would say a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five, seven. Okay, so okay, seven matches. I mean, I'm not spending a ton of time on it as well. That's fine. Like it's maybe I, like a night or two. I'll go through mm-hmm. while I'm pooping. That's and fine. Just swipe. No, seriously, seriously. I'll I, just. I'll just shit and swipe. <laughs> Hey, you know, if Gary Vee does it on Instagram, you can do it here. I just like to shit and swipe. So. Hey, that's good. That's good. Shout out to my shitters and swipers. Or uh, wipers. Uh, comment below and let us know if you do so. And, hashtag, and, hashtag shit and swipe. And how long are your sessions? Um, <laughs> but, um, okay, and How cool. itchy is your butthole? So, so five to seven. Poop. And then you say, so five to seven matches per week. Yeah. Ish, okay. Yeah, let's and then that. how many would you say talk to you? One, two. One, two. Okay, got it. And then here's the third speed bump. If you do talk with someone, setting up a first date can be hard because of the fear of rejection and then schedule availability. Here, here's where I, here's a speed bump for me. Let me throw another speed bump do, in for you. Do you feel like that's a speed bump for you? When you try to, I mean, how many people have you gone? Okay. Okay. Wait. How, so you said you did it for a month. Mm-hmm. Did you only do it for one month, like 30 days? Yeah. Maybe a month and this a half. This is fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Great. How many people did you meet in a month and a half? Like actually physically meet them? Get on a date in person, sitting there with a coffee or a drink or whatever you're doing. Did you meet them? Did you shake their hand? How, did you, how many people? One. 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 That is, look how much time, <laughs> chat, look how much time you spent trying to find one person. Yeah. And I'm saying you should try to fail 12 times, right? Yeah. That's if, a lot of time. That's a lot of time. That's one. Let's bring it down to one month. That still takes you a whole year before you find a success. Yeah. Right. What if we could just make that easier and not superficially? Like we can make that faster for you. Fail faster. I don't know if I want to meet people that way yet too. 
You know what I'm saying? I, There's also like a little yeah, bit sure. of my hesitance to spend as much time on it is like, is this the way that I want to try and meet somebody? That's fine. Because none of my relationships have ever come from an online dating app. And I mean, I do know people who have people. like literally gotten married like off of Yeah, we hear those Tinder. stories all the time. Yeah. Not all the time, but I definitely know people. You definitely know people. We, yeah. we start to hear it enough that it's frequent enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I can understand your hesitancy. I had a lot of hesitancies too, right? Here, here's my, you want to you hear, you want to know how I got into it? Yeah. Here's how I got into it. I, I, I lost, I lost a job about a, about a year and a half ago. I had some time on my hands before I was looking for the next job. You were still here in LA? I was still here in LA. Uh-huh. Right. Cool. I was... I was like, okay, I got some time. I, I have some savings. And while I'm looking for a job, I need something to do. And you know what? I haven't connected with a lot of people. I haven't had a girlfriend in LA since I've been out here. Maybe I can go on some dates and just, and I don't want to be part of the bar culture. I don't want to be part of like the nightclub kind of thing. Yeah. I want to see if I can just find like a nice person. I want to see if I can find a, like someone who's my speed. I kind of like just going for nice walks around the neighborhood. I like grabbing ice cream. I do mini golf. I'm that guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm down for it. Let's do it. So how, like, let's see if I can go find that. Per- is that person in LA? And is there enough of those people that I can have a regular kind of a group? Yeah. Is there, is there enough? Is there a big group that I can like, you oh, I can, go, I can go yeah. on a couple dates with this kind of person. Mm-hmm. Right. And it may not be like this. That, like, so well, I went home because I, I went home for a week, went back to Chicago is where I'm from. And I said, Hey, you know, I don't know. I've tried Tinder, right? I've tried Coffee Meets Bagel for a second. You may not have heard of Coffee Meets Bagel. It's okay. Coffee Meets Bagel? Coffee Meets Bagel. That's actually one of my favorites. We'll talk about it. Okay. But I said, you know what? I should just download all of these. I should just go on my Google Play. I have an Android phone. So I, let's go on Google Play, download every, just search dating app and just download them all. And then I'll like find- Like podcasts? Like what are you downloading? Or you're just the downloading the actual apps. Every app. I'm going to download every app I can find, right? That All sounds right. like a slog, right? But I'm, but my whole goal was to say, okay, I'm going to find the one that fits me. Cool. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. I'm going to find the one that fits me. Yeah. I'm looking for the perfect dating app for, for Lewis Stone. Yeah. Got it. And what I found was not the perfect dating app, but the perfect dating apps. Plural. Plural. So instead of having one, maybe two, I had nine. So which ones, what, what were the nine? Give me a couple of them. You don't have to like list off every single one of them, but yeah, like I Hinge, had, okay, Cupid, Tinder, Bumble, like what? Okay, Cupid, Tinder, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel. I had a Happen. I had a thing called Be Wild. I never went on there, uh, but I just liked having it there. Mm-hmm. Um, I try. I, I had Clover. I've, I've looked at Clover before. Um, Hinge. Hinge was something that came up later on that I was like, oh, like, let's, let's hold on for this for a little bit. So yeah, mm-hmm. I just had a bunch of those. I actually... I, I, and I had nine. I brought it down to like six or seven mm-hmm. after, after I realized I'm like, I never go on these, you know, these three. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. What happens is you immediately open yourself up to a bigger pool. And some people are on certain dating apps, right? I was looking for a perfect dating app because I want to be a particular person on a per- particular dating app, right? Yeah. So so certain people are on certain dating apps. Tinder's known as like the hookup app. Bumble's known as the one that like makes girls like stay safe and feel comfortable. Bumble's a, f- it's fucked up, man. Nobody ever fucking messages me, girls. I had a lot of people message me. Man, Bumble. I never get a goddamn person. And it's always just like, hey, like that's it. I'm like, come on, more than hey. I, th- I think it's funny. Uh, I think it's particularly, well, okay. So Bumble can also be kind of misleading. But anyway, so I had a bunch of dating apps. And what, so we always talk about the, the algorithm. Like, oh, I got to like make sure I'm like with the algorithm. I got to like, 
yeah, I'm going to ride the algorithm out. No. So there's weaknesses and strengths to every dating app's algorithm, right? Yeah. But if you have six of them, you are now filling out the weaknesses and maximizing on strengths of all dating apps that you have. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Cool. You don't have to worry. So if I'm like, oh, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting stuff on Wednesday and Thursday. Boom. Okay. But I'm, I got like these other two apps that I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. Basically, have six dating apps. Put all your profile. Just put on your, just make sure you have like a standard, like, okay, like five photos. And then write out a little bit of a profile and just put and just stick it in. This takes you less than an hour to do, by the way. It doesn't take you a lot of time. And then you know what you do? You just sit there. You can choose to go on whenever you want to go on. You like to use the bathroom. You can do that. Mm -hmm. Or you can just sit there on your couch and come back in a week and just wait for people to notify you. But don't you have to swipe on people? You can. I mean, maybe swipe a little bit to get started. Well, that's like how you match with them, right? Or do some well, of these other apps? So, so OkCupid okay, will let will let you, you can like like a person's profile and then send them a message without you having to swipe back. Oh wow! So mm. it doesn't have to be a mutual thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Coffee meets bagel allows you to like someone, and they can see, and then I can come back and see. Oh, this like I had three three people like me, mm-hmm. and then I can choose if I want to like them back. Like I'll know who's already looking for me. Yeah, people just think I think our whole concept of a of a dating app is still Tinder. It's a swipe once. It is. It's and you know how I think Tinder is really big a big slog. You just define the word slog in that context. It take it is the slowest dating app. It is the slow. It's the first one, so I don't blame it. But it's like the slowest dating app, and they haven't changed their they haven't changed their you know. Their, Why is it slower than the others? So OkCupid allows you to they offer the swipe option, but they also give you like a bunch of profiles that you can just scroll through, just like like you know like your music app on uh, your yeah, iPod, uh-huh. right? Boom. You can just go, just boom. It take doesn't take it doesn't take effort at all to just like see people, see see a girl, see a guy's profile, see what you like, see what you and you can like based on that first photo, like uh, yep, okay, okay, good. Hit the like button, got him. Okay, keep going and just go through and just you can sort instead of just swipe. That's interesting. Does that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coffee meets bagel. They only give you around 10 to 15 profiles per day. And oh, they, wow. Yeah, and they reset every 24 hours. Now, is that something where, like, they, that you put in your preferences and it gives you people that will think that you like? It gives. It tries to be as high quality of, like, a match uh-huh. it can be. It doesn't want to give you, like, eh, kind of, maybe, maybe. It's like, we really think, and we really, like, really worked hard on this. They try to really hone down on what you're probably and looking all these, for. And all of these are algorithms, right? Yeah. There's no like actual humans. I'm sure there's hand. people trying to make sure. No, uh, in terms of the dating apps I'm talking about, no. no. There's there's minimal human contact. Yeah. That would be like a dating manager. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just get a dating coach at that at that point, right? So so he, so you do all these th- things again. I'm talking about here's different structures. There's swiping. There's limited profiles, but higher quality. There's scrolling. Yeah. There's different things. And I mean, and I didn't know this. I didn't know this. I knew this. I, had, I again, I said coffee meets bagel and Tinder. That's all I tried, right? And then. Suddenly, again, okay, keep it. Oh my gosh, you can like scroll through. This is this is nuts. Hinge is kind of similar. Like Tinder, just t- and and so here's the thing. Tinder, on top of this, you swipe, 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 swipe. Okay, match. Swipe, 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 match. Swipe, 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 match. And now I gotta wait for who knows how long for that person to find my profile. They have to swipe enough to get to my profile. Yeah, I, don't know I feel how like a lot of is. people enjoy the swiping. You get addicted to it. And, but they don't actually go into the messages. No. Sure. So I've like tried to uh, 
play into that, mm-hmm. actually, because I figure that people's attention spans... Here, you can use me as your guinea pig for date online dating, app dating. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll mm. message them, but in like the first four messages, mm-hmm. I'll be like, listen, I am like never on this application. Like, here's my phone number. I think you're cool. You should shoot me a text. Because I always check my text messages, but I never check these dating app messages. And same with them. So I try to real quick right away just be like, listen, here's my phone number. And I put it in their park. Put the ball in there. That's court. good. That's a good. That's and a- I'm like, here's my phone number. If you want, shoot me a text because I'm not on here too often. Got it. Yeah, sure. I that that's something I recommend people do. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't recommend you do it like right away. Yeah. I'm kind of a person of like, because I know some people are worried about like, well, is this person like right? Is this person? I mean, who? How creepy or not creepy is this person? Especially, especially women are really concerned about that, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of recommend that you talk a little bit. Especially if it's a guy talking to her, I'm like, well, like, maybe the girl doesn't really want to jump off this chat real quick. They don't know anything about me, and they don't want my phone number yet. And they don't want to give me their phone number. Right. Because... Oh, trust me. I've, like, shot that to many people, and they've just continued to message me on the app. Because right. they, like, want to make sure I'm not... Right. Which is fine. And that's the whole point of the chat. The yeah. chat is there to see if, if you're the real deal. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So I recommend people talk for a little bit, maybe about two different topics. Just, like, ask them a question, ask them another question, talk about that for a second. And then say, hey, would you like to go on a date sometime? Here's my phone number. It's kind of a closer, really. Yeah. It's like, oh, you gave me your phone number. It's up to me. Yeah, I don't I don't care. It's my phone number. Yeah. You want to talk? And I, then, have, I learned that from a friend of mine who is an online dating app fiend. He's a professional at he's it. He's a professional. You get paid. I mean, he he's big into the hookup culture, though. He doesn't actually like try and look for a actual relationship he's part of the hookup culture but this dude hooks up with girls all the time Jeez. i mean like three or four a week like he is constantly wow i mean his numbers he's putting up great numbers if that's like the thing that you're three into three or four a week that's cool yeah he's like i mean i don't know what he was doing but i was also able to go on four dates per week really with people who did not want to hook up with me well, and i didn't want to hook up with them well you've got a book like you know this better than i mean anybody. i wrote you it out after pro I, pro right but like i wrote a i wrote a, i wrote a book like when I realized I'm like, oh, I think I have something here. I didn't like, I've te- I like, uh, like I'm like, I just kind of wrote a book, and I'm like, oh, this actually works. This makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. So, like, what is your book about? It's called Swipe Love. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Building quality relationships beyond the screen. It's about three things. First of all, figuring out your approach to dating. Take dating apps aside. Make sure you know why you want to date and what you want to get out of your dating experience. That's good to like have the goal. Yeah. I've had people, I have a story about a friend who was like, like started dating this guy. And I said, Oh, like, okay. You're dating him. Do you like, so you're going to become like boyfriend, girlfriend soon. Like you're feeling it. She's like, well, you know, I'm going to just kind of see where it goes. I was like, what do you mean? Well, I just want to see where it goes. I'm like, all right. Well, sure. Like uh, a couple weeks, month later, she comes over to me. She's like, you know what he did the other day? I'm like, Oh, what? He asked me to be his boyfriend. What am I supposed to do? I, I don't, I don't know. Either say yes or no. Yeah, yeah, that's a I, question. W- what do you want? Like, well, I just want to see where it goes. I'm like, this is where it's going. Like, where, <laughs> 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 this is the direction it goes, this or is, it stops. That's the purpose, <laughs> right? So you need to decide right now, or you sh- might have been better to decide before if you want to like not break his heart now, yeah. right? You know, so know what you want, and then you can properly communicate that at some point hopefully early on and say, you know, I, you know, I just want to, I don't think I'm going to, I'm not ready for a boyfriend yet, but let's just, I'm willing to date you. And if you're okay with me working that out, we can do this. 
mm-hmm. which is fair. You're yeah. letting her know the expectations and the intentions. It's fine. Um, but that wasn't the best way to go. So figure out your approach to dating first. I think that's part of my problem is that like, I don't really know what I want from it. I don't know if I want to just utilize it for hookup culture or if I actually want to genuinely try to find, cause I could do, I could do either. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I don't know which one I really want to do at this point in your life it for. And also I don't have a ton of money, so I can't really afford to take girls out all well, the fucking I've time. I've also developed strategies for that. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about, well, tell, okay. You so, got yeah. to the first point. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Point well, one. This is interesting stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So first of all, figure out your approach and get that solid for yourself. Okay. Make sure you commit to it. Whatever okay. it is, commit to it. Okay. okay. Cool. We have a hard time. We're millennials. We're all whatever. People think we suck. And sometimes we do. So let's get responsible. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Responsible for our feelings and other people's feelings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, that's, then, asking a, <laughs> that's asking a lot of people. That's. Get responsible for our feelings and other people's feelings. It was not a lot. It was Easier not a, said than done. It was not a lot 30 years ago. It, oh, you're right. It wasn't. It was not but a lot now, 30 years I don't, ago. Now my phone's recording me, but that, that right there is a lot to handle. This is a lot to handle. Yeah. I mean, everyone had a job. Everyone went to work. Most people had decent re- decency and respect. I mean, yeah. everyone, we all, everyone was, there's, everyone had a group of pigs in both, in both groups, but it's fine. So just, <laughs> people want what they want. Just be respectful. So here yeah. we go. Approach to, approach to dating. Number two, now figure out your whole dating app feeling. What, and when I say this, what is the pace that you want to go at? Okay. Using dating apps, you can control the pace of your dating life. Yeah. It's like driving a car. You get to choose what gear you want. You get to, yeah, it's like a bike. Yeah. Uh-huh. You switch gears. Oh, I'm going to come up with help. Maybe I need to get some more. Maybe, oh, you know, I'm kind of, I don't want to, okay, let's go down the hill. Okay, go. Cool. Great. Exactly. You got it. When I'm saying that, this may come in conflict with people's idea of romanticism and fate. You know, it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. Yeah, there's a lot of that. And if it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen, then that means you cannot control the, the pace, right? So you have to decide what you're believing here. And what I'm saying is with dating apps, it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. Fate is not the truth. It's not the capital T truth. It's not the truth. And the reason that, here's the whole thing. Here's a, here's a moment Tell of why me that's the, the whole truth. thing is, Lou. So, I'm I'm kind of doing like the crash course here, so follow me. Just follow. Yeah, me he's got this. a book, so read that. You'll get all the details. He's yeah. summarizing. I'm and doing the crash course here. We started like as Neanderthals. There's a little group of us. We're I'm all... not too far off that still. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say me neither. I think it's you know we didn't get too far after Neanderthals, <laughs> but we started as Neanderthals. Okay, yeah. and we ha- it was a group of us, and we were trying to get together and, and procreate and populate. Okay, cool, great. Then we started getting into this whole thing of like arranged marriages. That's like the first thing people can think of as like some kind of setup, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So arranged marriages, which is great. People can, you're allowing, people think, man, that's terrible. How, how did people, uh, how could people even live like that? That's awful. There's a little bit of sexism in it because the woman is often bought out, right? Take that aside for a second. You're letting your family filter who you see for the rest of your life and they give you like maybe two three four people to okay. look at but you can trust that they're high quality people they're vetted by your family they're vetted by this other family your family is friends somehow a little bit right 
You're saying this in like the past tense of when this was the norm. When this was the norm. Okay. When this was the norm, right? Okay. And then, so you don't have to do a lot of thinking. You don't have to worry about your gut. How do I feel about this person? You you can kind of like trust. Well, I kind of value what my family values, and that and this and that these both both the families value the same things generally speaking. And that even if we don't work out, like we're probably going to work out because we have the family supporting us. We're right here. We're not leaving. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. And then sometime we started America and we were like, independence, freedom, uh, freedom of choice. I think we should do that for relationships. And I'm, and it sounds like, well, did America really start this? Kind of. We There was courting around that time, but definitely in the 1920s is when dating started happening. Wow. Really? That You think that's soon in culture? No, huh? no. Yeah. It's actually, it's, it's a historical fact. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, women women actually started the dating part of it. Like, I, I'm going to go out to a public place. and Because before, a man would have to knock on a family's door and say, I would like to see your your daughter. I have and we'll, four chickens for your we'll, we'll daughter. Not, well, not even yet. It's like before we're, tr- we're not doing the trading thing anymore. But courting was more similar to knock on the door. Hi, I'd like to see your daughter. And you can only go talk in the foyer with her for an hour. And then you kind of leave. This reminds me of the movie Holes. With Madam uh, Zoo, yeah. Zoo, what's her name? Uh, oh, I don't Madam know. Z. I can't remember her last yeah, yeah. name, but Zoo. That's like how he got the curse, right? Yeah, they must were like, carry me up the hill so I can get yeah, exactly. to going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. Right. So that's what courting was, and then in, and then women wanted to kind of take control of that a little bit for themselves. And I'm going to go in public, and a guy's going to come up to me and say, "Hey, you seem..." I'm attracted to you in whatever way he says that. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, well, you got to pay for this a little bit. You got to either buy me a drink. You got to. For chickens that they have. <laughs> we don't do chickens. I want, I want money. That's what. And, but because I'm worth it, honey. And that's Give kinda, it to and, me. I'm worth. Now we see how that and, culturally works into our so, society. So women. It's a little weird to say because women, the idea of women being bought, especially in the family arranging marriages, is like very sexist, right? It's like that. Mm, yeah, it's no. very straight white male. Of you. It's very cis white male of you to say, Lewis. Except this was not <laughs> done by only white males. So it doesn't matter. It's not exclusive. <laughs> Says one white male to the other. That's fine. You go to India, they're still doing it. So, oh, yeah, it's that, that's crazy. Right? They just got to drive. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? They got to drive. I don't know this. Yeah, they just really? finally like got, like People in the last driving. year, they finally passed a law saying oh, that women, women can drive cars. Oh, we'll see. Okay, so there you go. Women. I thought you meant like everyone. Like, oh, they finally, no, 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 like, no. Sorry, the men driving. could. Yeah, okay, got it. Okay. So, so you have that, and then we start with dating. And the whole point of dating is that you get to have your own choice, yeah. right? I get to be in charge of my own life fully, romantically speaking. I get to see who I want, when I want, for as long as I want to. And I get to decide. I get the final say. My parents don't have the final say. No one, only me, has the final say, mm-hmm. right? As long as it's kind of like between both of us, we both have the final say. But I have the final say, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds great. And then you realize you have no filters, yeah, you have so many options. You have so many options. You have to decide every single moment if this is that. Oh, is that person worth it? Is that person worth it? Is that person worth it? Is that person yeah. worth it? And then I gotta sell to you. I gotta sell me to you. I gotta sell me to you. I, I'm good. I'm good for it. I'm good for it. I'm good for it. I'm a good. I'm. I'm I love. I'm. A, I'm a loving person. I'm a loving. He's a love listen, machine. Listen to me. Listen to me. Right. 
it's like anxiety immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's stressful. You have to sit. You're advertising yourself yeah. all day, every day. This is why people don't want to do it. You're like, I am so sick and tired of doing this. I got to. Just, just, I mean, there's a number of reasons. I got to be on. And there's a number of reasons why I want to do it. Some of it's just like, you know, I really feel like especially dating in Los Angeles mm-hmm. is not like dating anywhere else in the United States of America. Maybe New York, but dating in Los Angeles is even a lot more crazy than dating in New York, I would say. And it's just, I feel like I'm, I almost feel guilty that I'm not in a position to like take a beautiful girl out and just give her everything that she wants. Because for every, every date that she goes on where a guy isn't doing that, she could be going on one where a guy is doing that because there's so much money out here and there's so many different guys and she's a beautiful girl. She could literally get anybody that she wants. Like there is no shortage of guys with money who want to give her things and I cannot. And so I'm like. I almost feel like I shouldn't fuck with any of this until I'm like, like I'm not struggling financially, I would say, like dying, but like I don't have the money to go out and drop like $60 on, like, like let's say $60 on dinner and then like go to the bar and drop 60 bucks and go to a movie and drop 20 bucks and like 200 bucks later, she says goodnight and it was nice to meet you and that was it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Why? I gotta, I gotta be honest here. Like, why would you go out with that kind of person who expects all of that from you? Well, none of them would ever say that they expect that of you, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, so don't give it to them. Yeah, but she ain't gonna keep them long. What if she stays? She stays, then. She's obvious. Any girl who stays with me is obviously an idiot, and I don't want to date an idiot. <laughs> you know, you have a lot of confidence in the front of you, but in deep down, you don't have confidence. Look at that. Wow. Isn't that so? That's like the catch 22, right? It's like you should have confidence in yourself. You're a good guy. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what I'm saying is, we did the whole dating thing to have complete control. And then we realized we actually have zero control at all. Yeah. So then we started doing this whole narrative of fate. Why did we have dating and now we're talking about fate? I thought we had control. What the heck is this? What are we doing? Throwing in the towel? We just got it. Yeah. It's like 40 years. We got it. And now, and fate. Fate ever since the 60s, fate. <laughs> yeah. Even more than, you know, Hollywood and romanticism and all that stuff. Okay. So part two dating apps i i allow you to figure out what pace you want to go at because actually you can control the pace of your dating life do you want to go on one date a month one date a week two dates a month what do you want i said i can go on four dates a week yeah. and i'm not hooking up with these people yeah um, there and these are quality women these are not like r- weird creepy people i i never i never met a weird creepy person the time i was doing this really i'm serious how because I'm just being authentic. Yeah, I guess that's true. And I'm looking for authenticity. And you can, and you, it, we're humans. The best, the be, the best detector I have for someone for for, for finding trust is a human. Mm-hmm. A human can tell you who you should trust and who you shouldn't. At the end of the day, and I'm not talking like the big politicians and on TVs and stuff like that. I'm talking like just like interactions, small town. You could, you know who you can trust. You can like walk. You can walk down the street and be like, you can trust that person. I, I don't know if I trust that person. I'm I'm not. You're saying intuitively? Intuitively. We can trust. We, we know what trust is. 
We know whom we can trust. And we know we know what trust is. We know what trust looks like. And then we know and then from there we can see incrementally on dates we can keep trusting this person. Even in photos, even in photos on a dating app, you know who's trying to really sell you something and who's just actually trying to be themselves. Mm-hmm. And not trying to be like themselves, but like trying to just, yeah, I'm here. And if you want to hang out, we can hang out. And they put it in their photos, they put it in the descriptions, and they just exemplify who they are. Mm-hmm. And those are the people I looked for. And I also yeah, have to be attracted this, to them. This is who I swipe left on. I swipe left on any girl who has a Snapchat filter on one of their the photos. Photo, it's immediate the, the left swipe. If you have the Snapchat big eyes with the bunny or the dog, I'm fucking left swiping. I don't care anything else. Like, there's just, a lot of I, women who do that too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I never. Here's the point. I don't understand. I, this is just a, this is a personal thing with me. I, I people, especially with the women who had the dog, it, they don't do the dog as much now. But they, there's a lot of it out there. But before. there's like a lot of like the big like you know, I, it's like this pink filter where the eyes get bigger. It's not, and it's, it's like the face down here gets smaller. They're not. It's all about them. Yeah, it's all about them. And because that's why I swipe left on them because right. they're like definitely going to be all about I never that. knew a guy who was like, oh, the dog filter, that sold me. <laughs> that's the problem, right? <laughs> so why do you have a dog filter? It's for you. And that's yeah. fine. If you want to do it for you, that's fine. Just letting you know, people see that and we know intuitively. You didn't know, like I said it and you laughed because you're like, that's what it is. Yeah, it's but so fucking stupid. But we know it's about you. Yeah. And that's okay. You can be about you. Just don't expect to get the matches that you want yeah. sometimes. And some guys love it. Some guys like it. They're yeah. like, okay, it's all about you. Fine. Uh-huh. Just know that's what you're, that's the message you're putting out when you do that, which is, it's like, it's a Snapchat filter. What are you talking about? That's what you're doing. Yeah. That's what you're doing. So, so now, okay. Do you want a woman who is superficial? No. You don't? No. Not at all. I want her to like look nice at events you sure. know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. who knows how to present a lady to in the street but a freak in the bed i said yeah you know what i'm saying right do you want her to have superficial tastes have superficial tastes in men how do you mean like i only want a guy who looks good it doesn't matter what his personality is no i don't want that you don't I, want that. It's, to me i would say it's probably 60 or 70 percent looks and then like thirty to forty percent personality. Like that's at what a certain you wanted point, a woman or you wanted a guy? Or you want, I wanted or you, a girl. You wanted a girl. Okay. I wanted a girl. Okay. And I, I know you weren't talking about that. Yeah, I meant the girl and a guy. The girl yeah. and the guy. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay. So what's with the abs in your photos? Have you looked at my thing? I haven't. You said that you have at, that you yeah, take yeah, photos yeah. of your abs. Uh-huh. Well, that's only encouraging superficial women. No, I would like to think that for me, it's somewhat about looks. If I'm not attracted to you at all, sorry, it doesn't matter how great of a personality you have. We're not going to be compatible. Mm -hmm. There is some level of physicality to it. Mm -hmm. It's not a douchey thing. It's just a realistic thing. I have to physically be attracted to you through evolution and, you know, mating qualities or whatever the fuck it is. And I have to actually want to be with you. And so this is what I look like. I'm fit and I'm active and I want somebody who's also fit and active. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So if a girl's like, okay, good, he works out. So he gives a shit about his body. So he probably has more responsibility. Yeah. You know, I'm not like posing in these photos like, 
It's like a picture of me in my bathing suit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so it's not like Sounds I'm fair. being super. I haven't seen your profile. Maybe maybe if you pull up your phone, I could look at I it. I would, but it's recording my face. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe yeah, later yeah, we yeah, could. Sorry. Yeah. I, unless you could pull it up online, but I don't think you can pull up a Tinder profile online. Uh, yes, you can. You can? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, stock it. If you go on Tinder.com, yeah. they, they have like, they help, here, I mean, you can go on Tinder.com. Yeah, let me see. And then just like log yourself in. Um, so that's part two. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna explain this well. So that's part two. Part part two is just you can control the pace of your dating life. Part three is me explaining how to be a good date in person. And if you're new to this, maybe maybe there's a lot of people who are hit their twenties and they actually haven't been on any dates, right? But um, so that might be for that person, but also for people who may not have thought of everything when they go on a date in person, they might, you know, like I write, I talk about stuff like, how do you greet a person? Have you thought about how you're going to greet a person physically or like, first when message. you're in person, when you're no, well, that too. But like the third part is in, when you're in person with somebody, how do you do a first date? How do you do a second date? How do you do a third date? How do you break up if you don't want to keep connecting with them anymore? Right. Mm -hmm. um, how do you how do you keep the conversation going over text or over the phone after the first date's over successfully without seeming weird or you know creepy or needy? Like, what do you do to just kind of keep it flowing and keep it casual and keep it authentic? Because people get really neurotic about this, these tiny little decisions that we have to do every day. I you know I said goodbye to you on the first date, and then I'm sitting here going like, when should I text? When should I twenty four hours? Okay, but are they counting the hours? Do I? What do I, what do I do? Do I, okay. And, okay. Now what should I say? Okay. No, I can't say that because then they, then they're going to like wonder like um, what I'm thinking and they're going to think, well, I made the first move and now I'm looking needy and uh, I don't want them, to, I want a second date, but I want to get to the second date. And, but if I ask for like how they're doing, like people, we just get so in our heads all the time, especially with this texting stuff. So I just kind of explain simple, basic structures, not rules. Just structures of like, here's how you do this. This should keep the thing flowing. You don't have to think about it. I've already allowed, I've already given you the best decision you should probably make. Mm -hmm. Like when you leave the first date, ask them, because you should do this anyways, by the way. Serve your date, not yourself. This is my huge thing. Serve your date, not yourself. Stop yeah. thinking about you. Make sure they're having a great time. And likely you're going to have a great time too. If you don't, fine, but you can always feel good in your heart. Well, I did the best I can do with this person yeah. and they didn't give it to me. And that's fine. And I don't have to see this person ever again. And maybe only, you can, and you can leave in 10 minutes if you, if you realize they're being a big rampage and it's a problem, you know, yeah. okay, bye. But serve your date. Okay, bye. Here's something you can do. Here's something you can think about. When you leave your first date, send them a text, say, hey, let me know when you get home. You should do this anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want them to feel safe. You want to be a good person. You want to serve your date, right? Yeah. Do this because you're being genuine and authentic about it. Uh -huh. This is what I'm doing. They'll let you know when they're home, unless they don't want to go on a date, on a second date. They won't talk to you, right? Well, they'll probably still say "got home safe" and then just never text you again. And they might ghost you right text. there if they don't like you. They yeah. don't have to do. Yeah, they, they could. Do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. So if they don't send you a message, you know they don't want to go on a second date. You already know. You don't even have to ask. You don't have to figure it out. Boom, you know. Okay, then they didn't message me back. Maybe I'll send. Hey, you okay? You still don't message you, back? and you're done. You got it. You know. If they're not responding, you know. It's great. Yeah. Okay. But if they do send you a message, like, hey, I got home. Hey, cool. Hey, you know, I had a really great time with you. You can start talking. You can. I really. You Keep can start, stroking that fire. Start. There you go. You They, because you said, hey, let me know when you get home. 
they sent they they got to send a message back kind of mm-hmm. right if they want to be genuine they want to keep the you, you know they want to keep the relationship going too and now you didn't have to worry about trying to start a thing again yeah it's still going so um yeah you got your date you got your tinder profile up here yeah i do that's awesome we can be really careful here but i'd love to take a look at it this is the part where lewis roasts my dating profile app on tinder i'll i'll, I'll do it i'll do it gently I I send this to you fuck you can let me know um you want me to be honest or brutally honest right here go ahead and look at it i'm gonna oh, grab wow. a drink do you want anything uh i have water that i have not had a sip of yet do you want anything else i don't know I'm gonna... a beer or mm. i'm gonna have like a cocktail real quick okay in the middle of my coffee. oh wow puppy yeah there's a puppy i love dogs so cool this is great I love your San Francisco photo. That you, this is also a part of my. This is part of my. What you should do with your photos. First of all, don't try to look cool. I always say don't try to look cool because you're not as cool as you really think you are. But be authentic. This is a. And the best way to be authentic is what a candid photo. You got a candid photo. I can already feel like I can like if you have a candid photo and this is what Chad already has here on his first photo. I can already feel like I'm kind of like coming into your world and see who seeing who you are oh, you got a nice little laugh little smile oh i like a smile you know but like i can see you being genuine you're not posing don't pose for the first photo you got a nice you, you pose for a second photo this is but it's a nice smile and then there's your uh swimming trunks photo you're hanging out on the beach and then you got a puppy and then i i also like to read people because actually a lot of action goes down in what your description is okay uh can I read it out loud? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Hang on one sec. Let me... All right, that's okay. Go. Uh, Chad writes, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Scorpio. I'm super silly and goofy. Love working out. Funny. Very kind and loving. Looking for someone who wants to eat food, talk, intelligent, have a drink, talk about bucket lists, heart emoji, heart face emoji. Not into girls who send news, but very into girls who send me pictures of their dog. It's very true. Hit me up at IG. Great. And then you have your uh, Spotify connected as well. Great. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, also, oh. your phone's asleep. Oh, It's wow, not I recording. Got... Really? Yeah. Do you want to... It's asleep. It went asleep? We're going to check this out. Yeah, just keep going. It's fine. Technical difficulty. I just got up and grabbed a drink, so... Did it record any of it? Something. That's good. Listen, Kate, I, I normally do this with Kate, and um, her phone is like, I don't know, it's like an I. I recorded 3148, so I don't know how long we were going, but. I, I could look, but a little bit longer. But just hit record again. Yeah, here we go. Jeez. It's okay. Sorry. I'll get up and I'll check it in a little bit, too. This is why I have the three camera set up, because Kate's phone cuts out all the time. It'll, like, stop recording. So that's why I have the GoPro and I have my phone because these two will just keep going. Sometimes the GoPro dies, but that's just a battery problem. And then I have another battery yeah. right here. Cool. Well, it's recording now. Okay, good. So we got 3140. Oh, and then we're picking back up. So cool. we got more photos. That's you. That's your like your headshot photo. That's cool. That's an authentic photo. Yeah. You're sitting there with your sunglasses and your hands and you're, and then you're in like in a swing chair. And then. Yeah. You're... Cause like I do want somebody who's like authentic like i want somebody who's pretty authentic physically attractive at least to me mm-hmm. to an extent like you can't just be hot you yeah. have to be hot and f- like that you sounds just... so fucking chad douche oh my god 
you you have to be somewhat <laughs> physical. I have to be physically attracted to you, and you also have to be funny, mm-hmm. and you have to be smart. Yep. You can't be dull and smart. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have a like I have a super fucked up sense of humor, and I need somebody who is going to laugh at it (laughs) and somebody who also has a fucked up sense of humor and who's going to make me laugh. Like I'm not going to bring negativity into my life. Right. And so those are the photos that I thought would best be like, listen, I'm mostly normal, pretty like I work out, just be cool. Let's hang out. You say, yeah. Well, you know, none of these actually show that you like work out, work out. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, because I, mean, I feel I, like that's my name's Chad. Like you don't need to know any. Like, you don't need like, a yeah, picture like of me lifting, track running kind of photo where you're yeah. sitting on a bench. Like that tells me you work out, you're being active, but it's really chill, right? That's great. Uh, yeah. Same thing over here when you're in front of the church. You're we were in the same kind of outfit, which is good. Um, and then I know you're an actor, but you're not really like trying to like tell me you're an actor. You didn't tell me you're an actor at right. all. You just kind of show me your headshot. It's like okay, so that's what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be, and I don't know how often he's doing that. Like you know, you know, so it's fine. Uh, no. Uh, I have I, I I have two uh, suggestions. Yeah, let's hear them. That's it. Um, first suggestion would be actually be for your written description. Okay. I feel when people most people just write lists of uh-huh. just like stuff they want, but it, my rule for your description is really be constantly inviting. Just be constantly inviting. How do I be inviting? Well, I need to play a little game with you. Let's be playful. So. One of the games I always recommend is Two Truths and a Lie. This starts mm. up a lot of conversations immediately. Yeah. Make sure they're interesting facts enough, something that people really want to ask about. Right, right. Right. Um, some, so like mine would be, I've been to 26 states uh, as well as Australia and Europe. I've been, uh, I wear brown shoes, brown copper shoes exclusively. That one's true. And I uh, had a cardboard cutout of myself. And then people... Want to send me people? I'll match with whoever. And then I don't know which one of those is not true. I feel like you at some point had you definitely had a cardboard cutout of yourself. I've definitely seen that. That's great. So you haven't been to twenty six states. You're right. Okay. See, but without even like you have to, you had to figure it out, didn't you? You literally you had to interrupt this and you had to figure it out. I had to be like, okay, hang out a fucking second. I know There's you. A problem here, and you want to solve it. You need to match with me and get this question answered how look how that look i didn't even do anything yeah that was not a manipulation i'm half mass right now just playing that game (laughs) i'm flattered um (laughs) but look so it just started a conversation look how easy that started a conversation with you yeah it was easy right so they'll match with you i've had plenty of people they always want it they they often more want it like okay you gotta tell me it's a cardboard cutout you have a card please tell me you have a cardboard cutout please tell me you have a cardboard cut i do have a card he does cutout. have the cardboard cutout. Um, that is a, so uh, then people tr- so or sometimes i'll say like i've read seven books this year already um and then people will be like oh well you haven't read seven books it'll be like you're right i read nine and Ooh. right and so it's and it's not like you're like i gotcha like i'm way smarter than you think i am but it's like i actually it's it's like i still read I'm still reading, you know. How do you read? I, I crack open a book. I sit there, have a scheduled time, like, you know, right before bed. That's it. Yeah. Scheduled time, that's got to be it. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos. Oh, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos today, um, and they were all about how to fix your sleep schedule because oh. I am not a morning person. Uh, I have never okay. been a morning person, but I want to be. 
Like there are days where I have woken, like woke up, woken, waken, bacon. Um, I I have awakened. I have I have woken up. Is that the right? I woke up. Tense. I woke up. This is previous. When I have woken uh, there up. There are yeah, times when I, have I woke up. up at like six, five in the morning. Mm. The amount of shit that I accomplish is like, I fucking didn't do this much shit last week. And yeah. I'm like this and I feel good. Yeah. But it's always like, it sucks so much to get going. Yeah. And it's always yeah. very dependent on like, sometimes I could force myself to get up. But I would feel like shit all day because I didn't have enough sleep. Sure. And like my body, I don't know why, it naturally is its most awake at one or two in the morning. It's impossible for me to shut my mind off, no matter how long of a day I've had. I mean, I'm similar. Really? I I have a creative, I I had like, I have a creative, like energizing stint from 9 p.m. to four in the morning. That's for like when my best, like I can, like in writing in the book, yeah, I would write 20 minutes a day while I'm on the train just to kind of like get it out. But when I had to like revise. And That's really, romantic right there. Thanks. I'd um, write my novel for 20 minutes on the train. We have to have a system. Yeah. Just, I do this every day. It's a Scott Adams uh, rule. The guy who wrote Dilbert, who writes Dilbert. Oh yeah. Yeah. System. System versus goals, which is also what my dating app stuff is about. I mean, I literally quote Scott Adams in my book. Mm-hmm. Systems versus goals. A goal is, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose 10 pounds. And every day you don't have, you have not lost 10 pounds from then on out, you are, didn't make it. Especially like after like first week, you're like, ah, no pounds lost. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm looking for something. I'm looking for evidence. Nothing. You're miserable. And you probably know this. You work out a lot. You know, yeah. you know what to do, right? Mm-hmm. So, but a system is, I'm going to work out every day and eat right. And over time... Only good things can happen. Yeah. That's it. Same thing. Uh, so same thing with waking up. Same thing with scheduling something. Same thing with writing a book. Same thing with your dating life. I'm going to go out on dates with people until I find the person that I think I'm going to settle down with or keep staying with. Mm-hmm. Right? Whatever. Maybe that's like part of the other reason why I just haven't really gotten on this dating app train because i'm on them and i go on them sometimes and i do like i'm texting people right now that i met on the dating app just kind of like talking to them but i don't necessarily know if i really want to even date right now like i feel like that's even part of the problem like as far as my clear goal goes there is no clear goal like i don't even know if i want to date anybody right now i think i know what you mean what i think i know what you mean and what you feel dating is an infinite game yeah like you have to keep dating forever yeah. once you date somebody. Yeah. It's, it's when you marry your wife. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep doing it. Yeah. And I just, I don't know if I just want to like, just take all of my time and all of my money and all of my energy and just focus it on me and then let fate do it. At some point, somebody may come along. Maybe. And if not, maybe they won't, you know? And I, I don't feel like, sexually ravenous where I'm like, Jesus, if I don't get this thing wet right now, I'm going to fucking explode. Some guys are like that, man. Some guys are. are. And so I'm like, I don't know if that's a problem or if that's actually like, that's great that I don't like, I can just focus on me right now. I'm not distracted by my other head. That's probably okay. It's probably okay. That's probably okay. (laughs) It's probably okay. It's probably okay. I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I'm going to say it's probably okay. Yeah, it's probably all right.
Um, it's actually probably it's probably better. You're worried about the money thing, right? The money thing is like spending money on dates. Like, how do I budget for that, or how do I like make sure I keep that as low as possible? Yeah, I know, but then it's like there's so many free things that you can do in LA. Like, but it's just well, and but then you got to make decisions, and you got to make sure you have that for the right day, for the right time. Yeah, I got you. Let's hear it. You want to hear it? Yeah. This also takes an hour. 60 minutes and then you're done for as long as you want to be done maybe switch over every year but that's it go on google search free if you live in la this works best for big cities but i'm sure you can do it in other smaller towns Mm -hmm. as well um the smaller the town the less likely it is able to be done but you understand uh best in big cities we live in la go on google search free events to do in la even if you do live in a small city if it's like 50,000 people or around that, like, I guarantee there's a Facebook group. There's someone in your area has started a Facebook group Meet, for the events yeah, that up. are going on com. in the city. Yeah. Your your local government, I guarantee there's some, like, 45-year-old mom who thinks the young people need to get together and she started there something. Is. There is. That's there's a, a, that's a board. Thing. There's some, I guarantee it. Right. Keep going. Right. Okay. So you say free events in LA for Sunday. And then you do this for Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and you decide like so whatever your schedule is I don't know what your schedule is going to be but say you decide well I work from 9 to 5 so I'm going to do from 6 anything that works from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. right cool and then you find all the free or affordable deals that you can do Mm -hmm. look for a couple restaurants um, and make sure you kind of have like two things for each night Mm. keep so you keep variety for yourself, but you also keep variety for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Cool. This is the, this is a great this is a great strategy, great system. And you, you do a, you do all the decision making beforehand. So uh, think of museums. Think of like a concert club area. Think of like a comedy club, something different. I fucking love going to comedy clubs. Right. See, the the, the thing that's weird about that though is that especially if it's a first date, mm-hmm. I don't want to go have the first thing that we do be something where we're not talking okay don't do it for a first day. so like a movie like i don't yeah. want to meet up with somebody to go and see a movie because i don't fucking know you at all yeah no i battery change on the gopro i don't know who they are right so you keep talking well see you're really pondering that thought yeah see the whole idea is you, you can use this when you need to. So if you feel more comfortable, as I feel most people probably are, with talking with someone over a drink or a coffee or something much more familiar and more escapable in the beginning, you probably should go do that. That's that's probably the best option for you. You want to make sure that a first date is very easygoing on price, on escapability, on familiarity, and just on yourself. Because this is low risk, low risk, and everyone understands that. And we we act like this is like this classic charade that you're supposed to be doing this whole time. And it, you know, it is. But there's a reason for that. Oh, I have to do this job interview thing. Yeah, well, that's like the little thing we have to do. So just make it for 30 minutes or an hour and do that. And, you know, for people who don't like to do this whole job interview thing with the first date, Here's, here's another solution for that. Have a, have a location A and a location B for your first date. So make sure you pick a coffee. Like, say you're doing a coffee shop. Pick a coffee shop. But make sure there's, like, a little park around nearby. Yeah. And it's in a safe area, well lit, 
like make sure it's just as escapable as the coffee shop that you were in mm-hmm. and make sure there's a lot of people around just so everyone feels comfortable. So you go location, a coffee, you sit there for a half hour, 45 minutes. And if you still want to break out the chloroform, person, baby, <laughs> no, <laughs> I will never, <laughs> I have to say no. <laughs> well, okay. I it, Stone, I, no fun, everybody. But I appreciate the joke. I appreciate the joke. But, so you go location a there for 45 minutes. You can only learn so much about a person from sitting down and just staring at them for and talking to them about you know their family and their job and that's all you can do yeah and then but once you they say hey you want to want to you want to get up and like walk around a little bit just like around the area and they're like if they want to do that okay if they don't well okay fine but people usually want to stretch their legs and if it's in a comfortable area and they know it's a comfortable area because they walk to the coffee shop they'll know Mm -hmm. there you go walk around the park and then you can learn so much from a person just by like how they walk, how they carry themselves. You'll you'll see a lot more stuff for fodder for topics, like oh look at all these trees, look at like this like little park area, look at you know all these flowers are beautiful. Like you start to learn a lot more stuff about it, and so the first date becomes not a job interview. Yeah, stuff like that. You keep it seems like it seems like like I don't know. It, it sounds it, so easy. It, it sounds it sounds so easy. Okay, it sounds so easy because it is. It, you just have to make all the decisions prior. You make it, make all the decisions prior. Do you like making decisions or do you have a hard time making decisions? I do have a hard time making decisions okay. sometimes. Yeah. And this is what the book is for. Because I like making decisions and I especially like having decisions like made. Like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. And once you start getting kind of a routine, you're kind of, you start to have fun. You don't have to think about anything anymore. Mm-hmm. You just don't have to be like, I'm going to go to coffee. I'm going to meet this person. I'm going to hear him out. Hey, how you doing? You good? Okay. Yeah. Hey, have a great day. How's your job? Okay, cool. Hey, you want to go like for a walk? I wonder how many, I wonder how many women meet a guy who wants to meet them for coffee first of all, and then it's like, want to go for a walk? It's a nice day out. Yeah, it's a panty dropper right there. <laughs> <laughs> May, I mean, maybe like in the mind, right? Because it's like, wow, like this guy, like because I've taken care of everything. Yeah, and I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm just concerned about you. I'm just focused on you. I got this all set up for you. Yeah, and it wasn't even a big deal, and I'm not making a big deal about it. Like, that's what's great. Yeah. This guy cares. And this guy cares for every person he comes in contact with. Yeah. Being a gentleman. I've I do wear a suit. love taking, like, I don't want to say I love taking care of women, but I do like showing them a good time. Right. You know what I'm saying? I do like planning things. Mm-hmm. And even, like, surprise. Like, I yeah. love, if I, especially if I'm, yeah. like, seeing someone, mm-hmm. love surprising yeah. them. I love planning a thing, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, they just have, like, no clue, and they're like, what? And I'm like, surprise, I got this whole fucking day planned. I lied to you about a great? bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's a great feeling. It's a great line. And you, see the, and you, and you see them just, like, <laughs> it's a joke. with glee all day. With glee all day. And they don't got to worry about it. And I love going. My, I love going and doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like bowling or darts or be hysterical if we all went bowling what <laughs> <laughs> shit's real yeah jim gaffigan i love you yeah i do love jim that's uh it's definitely good advice okay wait so you said yeah. uh don't list things on this dating profile yeah what what so a list is just a list. It's all your what's and it's all about, I mean, it's another thing where it's kind of like it's all about you. Uh-huh. Like that's you. But how do I, what am I supposed to do here? I don't really get a picture of you. I just see a bunch of adjectives. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And so two truths and a lie. So two truths and a lie is a game. If you don't want to do a game per se, you can still do something like instead of saying, like, I like to work out or I like to exercise. You or even say like I like to hike. People will do that. You can say me and my roommate went on like I can. I have a roommate, so me and my roommate went on this uh, hike to uh, to Bee Rock the other day, and it was amazing. Like, and we always like me and my roommate always love to go on hikes and try to find new trails. Like that tells me that tells me that's a picture, right? It tells me a lot about you. First of all, yeah, I know you like to work out and you like to exercise. Oh, but you have a roommate. Oh, you get along with your roommate. That's good. Some people don't get along with the roommate. That it's tells true. me a lot, right? Okay, cool. Um, now, of course, I must be, tr- I got to trust that you're not lying to me about this and you have a roommate. But, I mean, just be honest, okay? Everyone just be honest, all right? Yeah, like, yeah, geez. So, okay. But, and now, you, oh, you like to go on hikes. Oh, you like to explore. Oh, you like to try new things. I just learned a bunch of stuff and you didn't tell me. I could have listed all that out for you and it would mean nothing to you. Yeah. I, I tell you, I go on hikes with my roommates and we try, and we try a new trail every time. Boom. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what you're saying, put that in the profile? Put that in the profile. Give me a picture. I want to know. Put wanna... that in the profile. Put that in your profile. Put that in your profile. Hashtag put that in your profile. Put it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag shit and swipe. Hashtag put that in your profile. There you go. Hashtag serve your date, not yourself. Mm. Yeah, that's so important. And hashtags. I, I, love. I'm Available on pre-order. Not yet. I just enjoy hospitality. A you, lot. Yeah. Like, I love it. Yeah. Like, I had somebody come over here. I had a friend of mine, a Tinder fiend. Um, his mm. name's Brian. I love him. I'm going to have him on soon. He oh, couldn't I do it Brian. last weekend. What? Don't I know Brian? Brian McCusker? Yeah. Oh, did you meet him at the acting class? Was he there that, that night? Or do you know him Isn't from something name, else? Is he from university? Yeah. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, you know him? Yeah, yeah he lives up in Santa Clarita. Or oh. Castaic. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hang out with him not too often, but from time to time, I I wish I could see him more. But he was all the way in Castaic. It's far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, he was over here, and his roommate was over, and I just met him, and I was just like, "Yeah, man, anything you want." I was like, "You want a beer?" And he was like, "Yeah." And so I gave him a beer, and I was like, "You want some pot?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Here you go, give me some pot." And he's like, "Dude, this is great, man. You like, got such great hospitality." And he said that to me, and I just got such. I got so high on that. I was like. Yeah, man, me casa su casa. Like, come here. Anything that you want is yours. Anything I have is yours. Like, mm-hmm. and that's something that I've been trying to do more of. Yeah, it just everything's just a thing. It's all just stuff. Just give it away. If you have something, maybe it's important to you, but maybe it'll be more important to somebody else. Give mm-hmm. it to someone else. You know. Yeah. You'd be surprised how much you get for that. You get a lot. The feeling that you get is like. Such a good feeling. Feeling is great, and then those people feel like they can trust you, mm-hmm. and they realize that you're smart, and you take time to think about things, and enough that you can like have stuff readily available to them. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's great. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm for dating apps. I've done, and the thing about like dating apps again, you can control the pace of your dating life, but also, like, you don't know, you never know when you might go on a date. I once woke up on a Saturday, went on Bumble. Swipe for a second, found a person, started talking to her. Hey, what's up? Hey, you says like you like to hike. You want to go on a hike right now? It was 930 in the morning. She said, um, like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we can go to this place. I like it's over in Pasadena. She's like, 
I'm like, I've never been there. She's like, no, I've never been there. I'm like, it's really great. Like, it's really open. A lot of people like to trip, trip, you know. Yeah. She's like, she's like, okay. I'm like, I'll see you there at like 10:30. She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just and like that. Should, it was just like that. And and now I also had like you know I, I I try to talk about like what you should do in the chat to like again make people feel comfortable and how to get through the whole routine pretty quickly, uh, and 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 still be authentic and be kind. Um, yeah, I try to include. Whenever I've tried to plan a lot of dates, I actually lied. I've been on two from a dating app. Not, I forgot about the other one. Okay, you went on two, and I went on two. That's um, about the average of one a month. Yeah, right. Um, so I always try to incorporate something I like already love doing, so I can kind of like knock out two birds with one stone, you know? Right. Yeah. Totally. So do one stuff thing, you like. this one, this one's one of my favorite things to do, especially if I can get it to work out on a date. Okay. I like to go hiking. Yeah, But what I like to do mm. is I live half a mile from the East Valley Animal Shelter, and I love to grab a dog that's up for adoption and take it on the hike with me so it just gets out and gets some exercise, you know. That's really you'd cool. Be, you'd be, like, astounded by how fast these dogs get adopted. 48 to 72 hours after I take them on a hike, they're gone. I never get the same dog twice. Wow. It's very rare unless they have, like, a personality thing or they have some sort of condition where they're just, like, sure. too aggressive or too mean. Yeah, they if they're just a normal dog and I get them and I go on a hike with them, mm-hmm. they oh, man, I've had such such great experiences. Yeah. Do that. Where is this? East Valley Animal Shelter. It's a half mile. It's right over here on... Uh, like Van Nuys and Van Owen, East Valley Animal Shelter in Van Nuys, mm-hmm. and there's a hike nearby. Mm-hmm. Great, absolutely. And right. like I just I you know I lay a there towel on my car. Everyone put, in L.A. There, there's a date. There's a yeah. great date. And I mean, it's there's animal shelters thing. all over. Listen, if you're not volunteering at your animal shelters, I went to the orientation. Mm-hmm. They train you on how to have a dog on a leash. It's easy as shit. Yeah. And then there's no requirement outside of six hours a month. Mm-hmm. Only requirement to be a volunteer. You yeah. can just go three times a month and play with dogs for two hours. That's so much fun. Do you have any idea how much fun that is? I, I can only imagine. I'm going to like, I think I'm going to start like, you know, I just started my YouTube channel. just started my yeah. podcast. And I'm starting all these fucking Thanks things. Thanks for bringing me on here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so happy. You're actually the first person who's not Kate that I've had on. So that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm honored. <laughs> Thanks for being so inviting. Thanks for serving me. I'm glad you responded to my tweet. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known any of these fucking things that you were on because I wasn't even following you on Instagram. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even following you Mm. until you responded to my Pete Davidson tweet that I put out. And you're like, it's probably because he's a good guy. And then I like (laughs) went on your profile. I was like, Lewis is doing a whole fucking array of dating apps. I was like, this is fascinating. I was like, oh, my God. I wonder if he'd be on my podcast. I'm so happy. And then we reconnected. It's great. It's great, man. Um. But yeah, volunteer your animal shelter. I did like a two or three hour orientation and then like a few trainings and I can just play with dogs whenever I want to. And I want a dog really badly, but I'm 26 and I'm single and I don't have a mortgage and I don't have kids and I want to travel. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's just a matter of like, you know what? I can get a dog at any point. And once I have a dog, it's, it's, it's it's like having a kid. Yeah. It's hard to just up and leave whenever you want. Yeah. And it's like, now is a great time for me to get out and go see Colombia, go see of- Thailand, go see Brazil, go see places. You should do. What was the last place you went to? Sweden. Well, hey. no, I guess the last place I went to was Kentucky two weeks ago. Okay. 
Um, I, I mean, I've traveled all, like I got that job with Google I mentioned. We went to San Francisco. We did a tour here in LA. We did Austin, Atlanta, and Miami. Wow. And I'd never been, I had never really spent any time in Atlanta. I had yeah. passed through a few times. Never been to Austin. Never been to Miami. And so that was just, I mean, I was working a ton while I was there, mm-hmm. but I had a really good time. I had, I had some brisket in Austin. I had some brisket in Austin. Fuck yeah. That Austin brisket was the bomb.com, dude. You ever been to Austin? I've never been to Austin. I've been to Texas, but I've never been, I've never been in Austin. But I can imagine any Texas brisket. What's your favorite U.S. city? My favorite U.S. city. Okay, got it. Um, I, mean, I have heard the question. I am analyzing the I answer. I am analyzing currently. it. This is going to take. <laughs> we are loading. <laughs> What's this, dial up? Come on. You know, I don't care. I'm from the south suburbs of Chicago. Mm-hmm. I love Chicago. I love the people. I love that you can just yell stuff at people, and they'll yell right back at you, and they'll be like, I'm like, hey, you having a good day? And they're like, yeah, I'm having a good day. Get out of my, you know, get out of here, you know. And, <laughs> Man, it looks like you're working. Yeah, I'm working hard. This guy sucks, you know. It's, just, <laughs> it's like workers on the street, and then. And then you, you can go. You can go to like places like Edibevix, or you can go to Wiener Circle, and then they're just gonna insult you the whole time. And it's like, that's why I came. <laughs> what What is a Wiener Circle? It's like a hot dog joint, but it's like Wiener Schnitzel, but a circle. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. But like people like treat you like crap on purpose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like everybody's a soup Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except and they're you, the Wiener start, Nazi. You, you give them crap. Ooh, I don't know if I should say that out loud. <laughs> they're the Wiener Nazi. You, should, you know, I think it's fine. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, just, you know, I don't think, I think we're overusing that word and I don't think we're using it on the, on the correct people. I think, you know what I, word I think we're label. overusing too much now is war. I think we it's a war that. on women. It's a war on antibiotics. It's a war on autism. It's a war on this, a war on that. True. Do you True. fucking know what a war is? It's a last resort. That's it's what it is. It's a last resort, all in balls deep. People are dying. You are giving 110. It's not a war, people. It might be a battle. It might be a battle. Right. It yeah. might be a battle. Yeah. You know? Well, I, we have not decided yet that we're going to die on whatever hill this is. Yeah. I just hate that everybody uses the word war. I hate, well. We like to get really hyperbolic in this country lately. It's, it's. A matter of And it really being gets sexy. rid of the nuances. It's a matter of being sexy. And what's sexy? Sure. A war is sexy. And the idea of a war is sexy. All in, balls deep. Everybody is in conflict all the time. People are going to come back. People <laughs> they are going to not be the same as when They're they gonna came have a baby in. Boom. <laughs> it's going to really be a baby boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like. There's so many things. I mean, like, you don't hear anything about Black Lives Matter because it was sexy. And now we heard about it so much. You don't hear about police brutality. You think police brutality against black people has stopped? No, it just stopped being sexy. So the media stopped talking about it. So what's sexy right now is sexy in the first place. Do you think uh, Donald Trump? Right. I think the election and then the election. And then after that, it just went away. Yeah. What happened? It stopped. Everybody heard it so much they became desensitized I we to were it. Really concerned st- about Black Lives, 
and then the media just dropped it. Yeah. I guess we're not actually in the media concerned about Well, we are. It's just... Are we? We used to be fuck. You know what used to be sexy? The Ukraine Peninsula used to be sexy, Lewis. Everybody was all about what's going on in the Ukraine, Ukraine Peninsula. Russia's invading. What the hell's going on over there? And everybody was like, who the fuck gives a shit about the Ukraine Peninsula? Nobody cares about How Syria. How do you spell Ukraine Peninsula? <laughs> <laughs> Too many consonants shoved together. <laughs> I can spell it, don't worry. It was very Noam Chomsky. Thanks. Nice linguistic humor. Yeah. Um, it's very manipulative. It is. Isn't it? It's, it's such an interesting... Everything that's going on right now has got me just so confused. It's Did got you hear me about so Nancy Pelosi today. Why? What'd she, she wants sixteen-year-olds to to be able to vote. Okay, we need to change the voting age to twenty-five. <laughs> Give some more time for yeah. people to like really think through some stuff, dude. Oh my gosh, the fact that people are allowed to vote before their brain is fully matured is ridiculous. Like I, that's true. Yeah, you're right. I, I think that sure. I think okay. that eight, like twenty five, needs to be the new age for a lot of things that are the current age is eighteen. To be able to vote, to be like a legal adult. Like I understand that's like, homie, you're like twenty two years old. We you're a legal ass adult at like sixteen. Maybe that. Maybe not that. But like your brain hasn't fully matured until the age of twenty five. Mm-hmm. And people don't talk about that enough. No, they don't. And it's true. Lowering the voting age to 16? Man, she's really trying to get that 2020 election to go blue, isn't she? And then interesting. I mean, you can hide behind a veil with illegal immigrants, illegal immigrants and call it racism. Like if you don't agree, okay. You you can call it you can also call it racism for black voter suppression because black people may not have a voter you may not have a standard state ID. Mm-hmm. Which I think is very insulting to black people. I think black people are Certainly smart enough to go get their ID. Yeah. I don't know a black person that I know that doesn't. Yeah. I've I've never met a black person that I know that can't find a photo ID. I'm sure you can just go up and just do an interview. I mean, there's ill-educated people of every race. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's fine. If they can't get it, it's fine. Right? Okay. (laughs) And now we're going for 16-year-olds to be able to be able to vote. Like, what? And if I don't, and I disagree with that. What are you going to tell me? If I have a 16-year-old someday, I don't even know if I'm going to be okay with them driving yet. Let alone sure, yeah, voting every, every for parent. the leader of the free fucking world. Right. Well, free for now. I think we got to also can this electoral college thing. You this so? has got to go. Really? Yes. One person, one vote. That's the. I feel like that is the way that democracy should work. You shouldn't give heavier voting they're basically saying that people in rural areas have a better understanding of the way that the world should work no they're they're giving the people in the rural areas more weight because they're in rural areas because if you just did the electoral college truly based on the population it would be equivalent to one person one vote and the major cities would all typically speaking go blue and every president that we would have would be democratic, and that's the reason why the electoral college, ex- I, in my I, in my understanding of it, I well, don't the know. The electoral about college it. was there before the cities, and before all the cities became democratic. Right. It's got to change, though. I think it's got to go. It's got to turn into one person, one vote. And I don't say that because I think that every president should be a Democrat. I don't think that at all. I just think that it's unfair to say that the people who live in cities who are typically of higher education, of higher income, of higher 
uh, well-rounded knowledge, who have traveled more, who have experienced more of life's nuances and under have a greater understanding and wisdom. These are the people who typically live in metropolis cities that their votes are less than the people who have been born and raised on a farm. I just don't think that that's fair. It's got to be one person, one vote. That's the only way to make it equal. Uh, I'm trying to understand your axes for a person who lived and moved to a city and why that makes them wiser. So let's take like, I don't want to take like, because intelligence is one thing. Wisdom is a different thing. Mm-hmm. And we can't find statistical data. On how one measures wisdom. Yeah. Sure. Maybe wisdom is maybe the IQ. wrong word to use. Wisdom is a very fickle thing. I know people who have gone a lot of places and done a lot of education who have no wisdom whatsoever. And I know people who haven't gone anywhere or done anything and they're wise beyond all comparison. Mm-hmm. I could learn... A l- much more from a farmer in the middle of nowhere who understands what life truly is than uh, somebody who has been all over the world and has this idea. Yeah. So you're right on that about the wisdom part. Maybe I shouldn't have said the word wisdom, but well, maybe you should have said the word wisdom. This is that. That's is, this is where it actually lies. It's yeah. not about the intelligence. It's not about how much everyone knows. But what's the wisest decision people should be making? Yeah. What's the wisest vote? What is it though? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not here to. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to explain that. I am I'm sitting here. I'm here to explain I'm it. Not, I'm not here to tell you who to vote for. I'm just here to say, like, I'll tell you who you should vote for. You should vote for. Oh, okay. Coming right here from Chad. Batter up. I think you can back out of it. The don't bit. Want. No, I don't want to back out of it. I do want to. I, I'm not going to say human's name. Here's what we need to be working on right now. A multi-party system. Someday I'm going to be president of the United States of America. It's just inevitable. And I'm going to start a new party. It's going to be called the Millennial Party. And the Millennial Party is going to be about the people for the people. And I also, yeah, I've been thinking a lot about. I like how you said about the people for the people. As if you don't believe that. And as if you think that's a big Instagram-y crap statement. I, I don't believe that's the current the current state of things. It's certainly not. Sure, I t- I don't agree that that's but the current. But you don't state think we will things. ever have a party that will be that way? It sounds like if you're creating a new party, I think it's not gonna if action. I'm going to create a new party, I just it needs to be more new wavy. I there's I don't know, one guy having so much power. I don't even really like the idea of a president. One guy having all that power just I'm not sure about that. It's a little, I do understand that he has, there are checks and balances that do exist that he has to go through. He, she, excuse me, I shouldn't say he, he, she, one would have to go through, but I don't know. I don't know if it's a good idea. I don't know if it's a good system. I, I've thought about recently the idea of almost making America like Europe Mm. and that each state's its own country. And then we are all together by the European Union. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that? But you well, can we leave. Are. But you can leave, and each state would pretty much govern itself. That's that's conservatism. Is that conservatism? Yeah, I believe we should have limited government. We're all united by this limited government that like gives us like the vast 
you know, laws. Like, okay, here's the big, like, don't kill, right? Like, all that stuff, right? And yeah, then, and but... Then states, and then state and then states run like their own communities uh-huh okay and then those communities are cities or towns or counties and then cities and towns and then little village districts and then um maybe that's the idea families. maybe that's the idea that conservatism is it's not what conservatism is in the united states of america they are trying to do things on a mass scale that i don't agree with okay and i don't know I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the answer, man. I think about it frequently. I think we all do, which is good. Isn't it that is good? good. I don't think we were thinking about it four years ago. You weren't thinking about it four years ago? I don't think most of us were thinking about it very hard, as, as hard as we all are now. Well, yeah, because you hate me for saying it, things were better with Obama. Okay. I, things were just easier. People weren't as much in conflict and, you know, maybe the conflict is good in certain sense. I mean, we're figuring out a lot of things that shouldn't have been okay in the first place, Mm. you know, you know, feminism, Black Lives Matters and the Electoral College and voting and a whole bunch of issues. The end with that sentence. You know. Let me put it this way. Yeah. So, and I, and this is not, I'm not trying to relate it back to dating apps, but I'm trying to relate it back. I'm just trying to give a, use the, a microcosmic example. No, I'm not. Uh, but a couple, let's say a married couple. Yeah. Uh, they argue a lot, right? And then let's say they don't even argue anymore and they're just apathetic, and they're just apathetic towards each other. What's the next step after that? divorce there's plenty of couples who like have got back from the brink of divorce before they like they didn't want to but they're like i, I don't see any way out of this mm-hmm. um and then but they like struggle for it and they're and and, and and they come back to it and they you know a couple years later they're they're they have a healthy relationship again and they'll say stuff like we're arguing again i think that's great <laughs> why because we want to communicate because we care yeah because we give a crap yeah right because yeah. we're in it we're passionate about this relationship and we want to make it work for both of us and we're just going to be in the stalemate until we both die yeah in love but so you know <laughs> you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah, like, yeah we care suddenly we care again suddenly people i mean people were quieter maybe too quiet i mean this, also- this this country has always usually been a big argument yeah, it's always just been a big. I mean, the 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 founding fathers say what you want about them. The founding fathers, the fact that like old people and young people came together and wrote a document. Can you believe what a freaking miracle that is? Yeah, wow. They argued for who knows how long, right? Okay, a bunch forever. I mean, they like fought for independence, and then like that was seventy six, and then in the seventy seventeen eighties they came up with the Constitution. That took they're like okay, okay, Britain's gone. Can't believe we did that now. Well, I thought the Constitution. Declaration of Independence is in 1776. Yes. And then the Constitution came out. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It's like, okay, so now, so we, we declared why we are a country. We believe we are, all men are created equal. Now what? Now how do we, how do we do this? <laughs> we said it. Now we got to stick to it. We thought we were going to, well, die in a hellfire. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so now how do we do this? Well, we're going to do the Constitution. And What do you, what's your opinion on still running on that Constitution? 
Um, there's a lot of criticism of it. There's always, yeah, there's a lot of criticism of it. I think we're criticizing just about everything that America was founded on right now. Yeah. So, uh, in that regard, I mean, that's good. We're like really, I mean, that, we're going back to like the root, right? And we're thinking about it. And I think that's good. I think we should be, we, we, we should be critical. Um, I think I'm basically for. You think we should revamp it? We should can it? We should keep it? I don't it? think we should can it. I think uh, we keep amending it. And that's that's a good practice system, and system to keep having in place. Uh, I think we should have the freedom of speech wholeheartedly. I mm-hmm. think all speech should be protected. Yeah. And I think um, besides, you know, call, call almost, for violence and, and yelling fire. It's almost like you got like, treat it like what you treated the Bible. Like the Bible was written like King James Version, right? That was yeah. like the first one. And everybody's like, I can't even read this. It's all thou and thee and all this crazy stuff. And then like the new wave version came in. It's almost like we need to just go through the Constitution to be like, all right, this is a new wave, but it's like the same thing, but just so you can understand it, like there's more emojis in it. There's more, you know, eggplants and peaches. Well, we don't need to do that. That's why we, that's almost. (laughs) I I, I don't think we should put emojis in the constitution. I mean, I, I just say things because I think they're funny. Yeah, no, no, no. I like that. Uh, It's the whole thing is we, that's the whole reason, not the whole reason, but that's a big reason why we have the Supreme court to interpret the laws. Interpret the Constitution. Yeah. And these are dudes currently. And there's been women. But these well, there are is like, one right now, Ruth yeah. Ginsburg. Yeah. There, there, there's, but there's, these are people who have studied the law excruciatingly close for years upon years upon years, gone up through the courts and became ultimate Supreme Court justices. Yeah. So, like, why not trust these people? I don't know. I, I get upset with the way that the last Supreme Court justice got in. And not on, I'm not even ups. Yeah. Let, let's separate the conversation from his merit to how he got in. Okay. His character to how he got in. Okay. How he got in was that they changed the law from a 60-40 minimum vote to a 51-49. I don't agree with that. They didn't have the votes to even confirm him. Hmm. So they changed the law in order to confirm him. I don't think that that was okay. I think that the entire history of our nation has been 60-40 of getting a Supreme Court justice, and we've got along just fine. That's not true. We got all of our Supreme Court justices into the Supreme Court justice on a 60-40 vote. That part is... The same thing has happened before, besides the 51-49. What, like we've changed the law in order to make something happen? No, there was a big sexual assault scandal with Clarence Thomas in the 1990s. Tell me about that. He was accused of sexually assaulting Anita Hill, Clarence Thomas, now a Supreme Court justice. He was a, a black conservative. And uh, many might say that the Democrats tried to, he, he put it as a high-tech lynching by public opinion. And, and so was, what did they do about that? They put him on stand just the way they did Brett Kavanaugh. It's a, it's a repeat. And he still it's got, six, but he still got the 60-40 vote. Yeah, but then why, if he got the 60-40 vote, why put him up? And at all why like why make a big deal about this he's been vetted so many times i just think i, I again set him character aside and how he got in aside i don't like that they changed the law for it i don't brett kavanaugh you could say whatever you want about his character okay. or that they should have put him on shouldn't have put him on a stand or should have put him on a stand or sure. you know given any credence to the allegation against him. character aside yeah. don't like that they changed that law 
I think that that's unfair that they did that. And I, I don't like that they didn't give Merrick Garland a fair shot at becoming a Supreme Court justice because Justice Scalia died during the Obama administration and Obama put in Merrick Garland, who I really thought was generally a pretty center fellow. He seemed like a really genuine individual and, but the house and the Senate were both conservative and they just washed him and said, whoever gets in next, will decide like, and I think that they shouldn't have done that. I think that he passed away during the Obama administration. Obama made a nomination that was completely at least worthy of a vote and they wouldn't even give him the, the credence to vote on him. And I think that that was wrong. I think that changing the vote was wrong. And I, I mean, uh, Even Merrick Garland's character aside, I think that they should have at least voted on the fellow. You know what I'm saying? Are they supposed to? Yeah. I mean, they I, obviously they didn't have to. They don't have to. What does that mean? Um. They didn't. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, is it a law? Is it like the fifty-one forty-nine law? And if we don't know, we don't know. I don't know. Okay. Because I'm saying, like, it, it, I'm just, I'm, I'm asking you just for consistency. So yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. Like, if you're like, well, they changed this law. I don't think they should have done. I'd be like, all right, yeah, fair, okay, got it. But it's like, well, this is a law, and it says like the next president gets to choose if someone dies. It's like, okay, well, then they kept that law. Yeah. So it's like, I guess that's kind of a fair, fair criticism on it. It was just that Obama put up a nomination. Hmm. There was nothing wrong with this nomination. But the Republicans ran the House and the Senate, and it was almost like they wouldn't even hear him out. Mm. They wouldn't even vote on it. Mm-hmm. They just were pretty much like, because we run the House and the Senate, we have the authority to just completely can this and wait until the next person. We're not even going to hold a vote on it. And I thought that that was kind of shitty. But you're right. They did have the authority to do it. So, And they did it. So we And I think and, and you're talking about the attitude and. And I understand. And, yeah. and we, here's the miracle about America is that every four years, and first of all, it was by tradition. It wasn't until FDR that we like make it implemented of a four year presidency. Right. You're it was right. A tradition. Because he was elected four times. Uh, four or three or three. I think it was, I know at least three, but yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. More than two. More than two. Right. <laughs> uh, and that's because we were like in depression and war and we're working it out. Okay. So. And he's the only guy that that happened, sequentially speaking. So, yeah. but before that, it was a tradition, and it wasn't even a law. It wasn't even in writing. It was just a tradition that we will peacefully exchange and hand over the power after two, after two terms. After two terms to whoever was voted on by the general public, right? Mm-hmm. And that, like, the idea that that's even going to work, and we're going to be, and everyone's going to be okay with it is like, are you kidding me? Do you know how much anxiety and depression people just have on a daily basis? And then like that happens, and we're like, yeah. <laughs> I guess he's like, I guess that guy's sitting there now. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, nice tie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one's had a dress yet, so. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, so it's like why we're not freaking out all the time for the past 200 years or so, I don't gets me, right? Okay, so, and now. Freaking out about what? The fact that like another person's like, well, it's a new guy. It's a new guy. It's even a new guy from the same place, but he's not the other guy. I like that, though. It, it, otherwise, it'd be a dictatorship. Right. But right now, we're still doing that. And we're saying, 
right now we're not having peaceful transfers of power. Yeah, well, that just has to deal with the people, though. People? That's, we're the people. Yeah, we are the people. We are the people, and we're all complaining on the internet, yeah. mostly. But mm-hmm. even in, we're protesting everywhere every day for something, I guess. We're just super divided. Yeah, so it's like we don't have peaceful transfers of power. We're, we're not... We're all, we're all saying like this is not okay. We're like whether we're like we're gonna force our guy in, or we're gonna say that that's not my president. Yeah, it's like, or we're gonna gerrymander not... the map, and we're gonna make it so that certain areas have more power than others. Sure, and I hate that. That's that's another reason why I think the electoral college has to go. If if we get rid of the electoral college, it becomes a complete mob rule, so we can't. That, then it does what are you saying? A, like people will threaten other people to say, if you don't vote for this person, we'll... Well, yeah. I mean, we're already kind of doing that. But like, isn't that the same way? What do you mean? Uh, I mean, people could do that now, saying, if you don't vote for this person, I will physically hurt you. Yeah, people did that, and we should stop that. That's violence. The call of violence. Yeah, I know what it is. But, like, you're saying, what do you mean by mob? It's all mob rule. We're not a republic anymore. We're a democracy. Yes. And sometimes what, what the majority wants is may not be the healthiest thing. While back when the majority wanted slavery, that's not a good thing. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. But isn't, that, isn't the electoral college supposed to be reflective of the populace? Right, you get a certain number of electoral points, number, you know, whatever numerical number, mm-hmm. based on the population within that area. Yeah. Okay. I think. I think. I think we're following. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, isn't that the s- sort of the same as one person, one vote, except it just kind of covers it up a little bit? No. Why? Why don't you think so? Well, if it was, then why would you be complaining about it? Because it's not. Well, then it's not the same. Well, I'm saying, like, (laughs) if it was truly one person, one vote, and the Electoral College reflected that, that would theoretically be the same outcome of the... um, of the popular vote. It's not one person, one vote. It's like one voice, one vote. Like this general community district ultimately says this voice. We voice this vote. Yes. And then the representative puts in the vote. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But one voice, one vote. But everybody has a voice. Yeah. And you get to have a voice in potentially changing that district. And districts over this past election did change. And people were shocked. So you can change the districts. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's not... I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. that they have a number upon them mm-hmm. to which all the people speak a voice... As to where that number goes. Yeah. But that number that is placed upon them is higher than it should be in 
more rural areas. They're given a larger voice than they than they should be able to have. They're giving them more points. They're giving the cities less and the rural areas more. Or they're, they've gerrymandered it in a way so that it's not like it's one voice, one vote. It's like it's these voices are louder than these other voices. Like we've we've written the map in a way where we believe that these voices are should be louder than these other ones. Hmm. And how, that's, op- how that, often do you think about California? Like when okay, so you were from Michigan, right? Uh huh. How often did you hear about California in the news? Like just I mean, not too of, often. Not too often. On a national level, we always heard about California forest fires. Well, you know, I was an actor, and I went to school for film video production, so okay, California sure. was frequently a How often top. do you hear about Chicago or New York? A good amount. good amount. Yeah. They get a lot of... Maybe closer in proximity. Sure. Cool. You, I mean, you, you hear a lot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When was the last time you heard about Rhode Island ever? Family guy. Right. And then nothing. Yeah, and then nothing. And they're the smallest state. Uh huh. So, if you don't hear about that, if you don't hear about Rhode Island, what are you supposed to do? Have a mass shooting. <laughs> that is. <laughs> you think the University of Virginia Tech would be popular today? Oh my god! <laughs> this is terrible. But what are you supposed to do? You gotta, you gotta help them get somewhere. Yeah. So we're going to do Rhode Island. Well, I understand, but they have like six electoral votes, which is generally representative of how many people live there. But same, same, same thing for every electoral Yeah, but it's not. Vote. It's not the same. It's Otherwise, the electoral college, the numbers on the electoral college would not be disproportionate to that of the popular vote. I mean, Hillary Clinton won by over, th- what was it? Maybe not over. It was around three million votes, the popular vote. But... She got washed in the electoral college. There's something weird going on there, and I'm not. I if you know he won, I, but it's just there's something weird with this electoral college thing. And isn't a true democracy? I feel like it should be one. Everybody gets a vote, but it's almost like you don't count it as a vote. It's like you count it as a vote to the voice of these elect oral magical fairy numbers that are not correctly represented within the areas if it was truly one person one vote Mm -hmm. that creates one voice Mm -hmm. then i feel like the outcome would not be what it currently is and we would i do under i do agree with you that people don't know what they want Mm-hmm. You know, I have thought I have wanted many things in my life mm-hmm. and only when I didn't get them did I'd realize I'm so happy I did not get that thing that I thought that I wanted. Right. But isn't that what America sh- is supposed to be about? Give the people what they want. And that's the thing that keeps them happy. Those checks and balances and those constant elections and the change of opinion and. Yeah, we're still getting that. Apparently, that's what the people wanted. Well, it depends on what you mean by people, then. Okay. 
Because, like, if you mean people in the sense of the most amount of people, it's not what they wanted. At least in terms of, like, the last election. True. They didn't want a president to concede before she needed to. How do you mean? A presidential candidate to concede before she needed to. She conceded before she all the votes were all the votes were in. Yeah, but I mean, it was, she lost every swing vote or every swing state. I mean, like, yeah, and she didn't go there when she needed to. Yeah, you're absolutely right. She didn't. Don't get me wrong. Hillary Clinton is the worst. Hillary Clinton is such a bad. People forget. It's also the how, easiest election to win, right? What? It's like the easiest election to win. Yeah. Fucking, I'm surprised Gary Johnson didn't win. Jill Stein didn't win. I'm surprised Harambe didn't win. I'm surprised Harambe didn't win. (laughs) We're so into memes. I would have voted for Harambe. What would you you have done if Harambe won? It'd be like... I would have taken my tits out. That's for goddamn sure. (laughs) Mardi Gras every day, I guess. Tits out for Harambe. It has been like... So now what do we do? (laughs) (laughs) Man. I would have loved to see them just I would have loved to just see like everyone just go. So have you ever seen that Michael Moore documentary dead, where right? he like gets a fern elected as like a uh, mayor or like one of the senators? Michael seats? what? Michael Moore? Oh no, I haven't seen that. He does this uh little short documentary where he goes to a local government where just nobody's paying attention to it and against uh the incumbent who's being who's not being like nobody's running against him. So mm-hmm. he's just basically going to win just because nobody's running against him. Mm-hmm. He uh, gets a bunch of people to sign a petition to uh, have a fern run against him. And the mm-hmm. fern literally gets like more votes than this guy does. than like the incumbent does. Is that the right word incumbent? Uh, yeah, I understand what you mean. And um, it's such a funny documentary and he's like trying to get them to register. And they're like, sir, you can't, have a fern it's a it's a plant sir he goes it has a birth date and a death date and it was born right here in america i don't understand what the problem is wow and like he makes this like huge it doesn't have a soul (laughs) (laughs) oh that's not in the constitution though there's nothing about having a soul to win an election it's about being an american citizen i believe it does it have a state id i don't know if you need one be an American city. It was born. It was born in America. Okay. It's born in America. It had its paperwork. I would have to watch this to see how it had a how, how lot of. This gets. He got like a thousand people to sign a petition to like get this fern on the ballot, and people like it was like a write-in ballot only because it wasn't a registered voter, mm-hmm. because it was a fern. Wow. And um, people like wrote in, and they just like stopped counting the votes, and he was like, whoa, 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 what are you guys doing? You guys are not counting the votes for fern. Why aren't you guys counting votes for Fern? And there was like this huge like government corruption thing he was like trying to expose. And they they the government just like wrote it off and they were like, No, you can't. He's but it was obviously there to expose the problems that sure our system has. Sure. That we could elect a fern. I mean, we could elect a fern. I mean, we have a lot of we have a lot of problems. I mean, academia has a lot a lot of problems too. Yeah. Oh my god, don't get me started on the public education system in America. One day on this podcast I'm gonna go off about that. Yeah. But right now I have to pee. We can take a break. This is going good. I have to keep making content here. You want to keep going? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, I'll pee real quick. Okay, I want to talk about break. talk about your book.
Talking about your book. Did my phone die? Yep. I hope we got something about the Electoral College in there. Hi everybody, I'm still here. Make sure my phone's still going. Great. So, sorry I'm like constantly going off you guys. I, I just, I feel like there's a really, I'm trying to understand what's going on with planet Earth and America. And there's a lot of things going on. And I just, I'm trying to make sense of it all, man. I'm just, uh, I'm just a boy in the world trying to make sense of it all. I don't know. It's and I I think about too many things all the time. I feel like a teenage girl, Jesus. Is it going? How's the back of my head look? Great. You sure you don't want anything? You don't want a beer or some more, more some more water? Good. Sure. Yeah, look like yeah. good water. He is a lovely, hospitable host. Yeah, thanks. Can't remember the last time I had water. You know, you know, you know that I don't carry water anymore. It's like, what are we doing? It's all outsourced to Nestle. Nestle selling it back to us. Uh, we're sitting here. I love what Bill Burr says. That guy wants to own the water. The guy, like, the CEO of Nestle. Who? CEO of Nestle. <laughs> what if we owned all the water? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I, and I was like, I thought he was kidding, right? And then, like, I looked into it a little bit. And then realizing, like, Nestle's selling a lot of water cooler jugs right now. And I'm going, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Where have you been seeing water cooler jugs? At my work. I have to load them. I load water cooler jugs. The office manager, you know. I've been seeing a lot for like uh, universities. Mm-hmm. And also, like everyone's like worried about the water in their neighborhood. So. Do you invest? Yes, I do. You do? Mm-hmm. Like in stocks and stuff? Um. Yeah. Oh, cheers. Good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you. 
Oh, I really gotta let that get chilled before I take a sip of it. Jesus. Oh, How people drink neat whiskey, I will never understand. Where it's just the whiskey at room temperature, maybe you get more of the flavor, but ugh, I can't <laughs> do it. I tried for a while. Couldn't do it. I completely stopped drinking for a really long time. I just kind of started to pick back up on it, and um, it's uh, it's terrible. It's great. <laughs> Probably it's just borrowing. I it. think of it like borrowing happiness from tomorrow, pretty much. Mm. Like I'm so happy while I'm drinking, and I feel fantastic. Next day, not you're so stealing much. from your future, and then you have to give in some indentured servitude for the next couple hours. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Go to Pleasure Island, <laughs> and then go to Pleasure Town. Yeah, it's a works some people just want to hang out there and then and then and then it's just like pinocchio love is like candy on the shelves love is real ah, thank you thank you real <laughs> is love ah, you're, you're a wonderful crowd really <laughs> oh, man. hi everybody i'm uh what's his name john two and a half men not charlie the other guy john from Pretty in Pink? There you go. Here's a reference. Here's a little John Hughes reference. I have saw Pretty in Pink. There's a lot mm. of movies I haven't seen. Pretty in Pink, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Mm. I recently watched Breakfast Club. Oh, man. Which I mean, they could not make that movie today. Holy shit. Why? Just a lot of like, there's some racial humor there. And there's like definitely super... What's What's the word? Like the the way that they used to treat women was not the same. They used the word faggot a lot in that movie. Right. And it's just like they just couldn't use that. They just couldn't make that movie today. Or they'd have to make it and it had to be way more PC. It, sure. Yeah. They. I mean, if they'd have to release it. Then again, it's still how kids talk. It is. You're absolutely right. So they couldn't make this movie today, which that's too bad. And you know, reveal I, the truth about what people are actually doing. I've been wanting <laughs> to get back into stand up comedy. Like so, sure. we started to talk about this a little bit earlier, mm -hmm. and I've been writing stand-up comedy, and I've got some jokes that people laugh at, which is fantastic. At oh, least good. like when I tell oh, them good. to people, that's a, that's a big step. And right, um, right, right, right. And I, uh, I'm just a little hesitant to get up on stage, just because, like what you said that you experience going to either UCB or Groundlings, just like well, everybody's kind of like, eh, you're kind of like a. I don't know if it's like I'm afraid that people are going to strike me down for being a straight white male. I don't think that that's what it is, but I think that people will hold me to a certain standard. Right. That people will almost break down what I say a little bit harder Interesting. to see if there's anything there that they can sink their teeth into, that yeah. they can be upset at me for. Isn't and that too bad? It is too bad. And also all the open mics are at like 5 p.m. And I'm like, I want to drive and rush hour traffic on a Tuesday to go to fucking the... In Hollywood improv like I want to do that yeah but that's why I'm not famous that's yeah it's the effort you want to put in yeah I don't know I think people we have a we have a hard time with con with with, lap, with jokes we have a hard time with jokes we have a hard time with jokes I people mean, just have a hard time looking at themselves and fucking laughing now it's 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 upsetting my my it, yeah it, it, my whole advice on that is like if you're like really worried about it is just be like make sure your jokes are like hitting it with truth people will laugh at truth that's all i mean that's what every joke is it's like yeah. oh, oh it's true it's true right i mean that's the whole point and yeah. so like people 
I mean, also, it's only people who are, like, complaining on the internet. There's not a lot of people. People go to a comedy club because they want to laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, they paid for it. They paid a couple drinks, bought a couple drinks and whatever. They're sitting there. They want to laugh. You better be funny. And we know, likely, we're going to get some off-color, offensive stuff. But it's a joke, and it's funny. So... That's what I'm paying you for. Like, that's the thing that's a little bit different different about doing stand-up in Los Angeles is that the people typically in the clubs are the people who are online because everybody has a, a lot of people have a lot of social weight in the city. Sure. And also people want the attention of that they would get from walking out of a comedy scene. So a lot of people also go to comedy clubs to get upset right. here. So there's like, a, you're right about that mentality, but here in the city it's just a little bit different. It's not insanely different, but it is a little bit different. This is not Boston. You well, know. It's not Boston, but I hear it's harder in New York than Los Angeles. I hear it's actually a little better in Los Angeles, ironic. Oh, it is. You're yeah. absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I've heard some comparisons between like the New York scene and mm-hmm. the LA scene, and it's like people work so much harder in New York. Yeah. I mean, they go to so many more open mics. They're putting in so much more effort. I could never do New York, man. Yeah, I don't know. I never, I just never thought about myself. Have you been? I've never been to New York. That's actually on my list. I mean, I've been to a bunch of those states, right? But I've just like, yeah, never hit New York. My parents have been to New York. I just didn't go with them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I. That's not. That's like my next. Uh, it's like Italy for like a foreign country. Yeah. And then New York. I was like, that's a, interesting. You know, where do you want to go in Italy? Just you know the sights. Be a tourist. I'm happy being a tourist. Going to a yeah. gift shop and going. And, you know, you know I just went to Italy. Italy. What? You know, I just went to Italy and. August? No. Last, of last year? Oh, is that what, like, is that, I, I, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I went to uh, Milan, Florence, Venice, and Rome. Great. And it was fantastic. Florence, Venice, Rome. Perfecto. My only regret mm-hmm. is that before I went, I did a, like, kind of a Euro trip. Like, I started in Madrid, and mm-hmm. I went to Barcelona, Ibiza, and I went through the southern coast of France, went to Marseille, Nice. Monaco, Monte Carlo, mm-hmm. and then I went to Milan, and then Florence, Venice, and Rome. By the time I got to Florence, I didn't have tired. any money left for the museums. Oh, oh there's museums. Got well, it. that's like where so much of the yeah the Renaissance. The, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like I went to the to the. I saw all the statues, and I saw all the things that the public people could see, and I took a lot of photos of Asian people taking photos. Of the statues, <laughs> is that in your is that in your routine? Is that in your routine? No, routine? should it be? I, that's that's great. <laughs> that's like the whole thing. Do like, they take photos of everything? What what is that? Like I see Asian people who are always taking photos of. I'm like, why are you taking a photo of that? Like, are you ever gonna look at that again? They'll be like, oh, let's take a photo of that. I don't know. Maybe take they're a photo just curious. Of that. I'll be like, oh, look at that. Take a photo. Maybe of Maybe they're it. just raised with more curiosity. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. That's, I mean, I don't know. A- Asians in America, at least, are the ones making the most money. The Is that true? With, yeah. The ones with the most privilege, economically speaking. Yeah. Asian girls out here, man, they have a lot of money. Mm. And they are, they always look so dissatisfied. They always look angry. Really? Yeah. I don't, I'm not paying attention. Maybe, maybe not, you know, I don't mean like, Asian girls is like a blanket blanket statement. L.A. Asian girls. <laughs> I don't mean L.A. Asian girls is a blanket statement, oh, that's but all, okay. um, smaller blanket than that. Okay. 
I don't know. I see. I see many of them who just look dissatisfied all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe it's. I see most people in LA, LA who look dissatisfied all the time. <laughs> I'm just. I just like walk around. I just man. I just like. So I just kind of like put on like a little gumption with him. So I'm like, I just do this, and I'm like, I'm gonna walk because <laughs> I'm still here, <laughs> still going around the sun. Like, hey, everybody, like, what are we so sad about? We don't have enough likes. Excuse me. I'm going to go to Walmart and get a box of Kleenex. Yeah. <laughs> and throw it out because it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just. We don't have we, enough what likes. Are we, what are we so sad about? Here we, in LA? No, I don't know. Like in America. Like we're sitting here like people like, especially in the city. We're sad because we feel like we're not represented. We're sad because we feel like we're not represented. Mm-hmm. Most. Yeah. I, I understand. I get it. I think about. I, the thing that I loved about I Obama that. is you can say what you want about his policies, but socially he was a phenomenal president. He seemed like a funny guy, a genuine good-looking fellow who had a great smile and just genuinely represented a good human being, regardless of whatever you think of his policies. And then you get Hillary Clinton, who is a fucking Muppet, and then you get Donald Trump, who is like, a constant exploding diarrhea asshole all the time, just like you never know what's going to come out next. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even remember eating that last week. Everything's coming out all the time. And, and nobody feels represented. And also, we haven't had a real serious war in this country. People felt we re- haven't, what? People felt represented by Trump. People do feel represented by Trump, but there are a lot of people who don't feel anywhere near represented by Donald Trump. I, sure. I think that okay. maybe but it's the, the polarization. wise as well, like people felt really represented by Donald Trump. What's that? I believe more blacks voted for Donald Trump than Hillary. Oh, oh man, I got to look up that statistic <laughs> right now. I believe Hispanics as well. Latinos. I mean, they, they, they're all talking about that with the rappers, right? You remember rap? Because like rap, first of all, rappers always put Donald Trump in their in their songs in the first place. But rappers were also just talking about how they love the fact that Donald Trump like was all about like winning and like having it all and having a million dollars. So like rappers just liked what he was about because they felt like that's what they have been rapping about for years since they were kids. So but yeah, you're right. I mean that's and that's how elections work. People feel like they weren't they they didn't get to be represented this time around. I'm struggling reading this information. Oh, sorry. If I could, if I could give you the exact number, I'd give you the exact number. But it, it's not. It's it looks me. like thirty-seven percent of white people voted for Clinton. Eighty-eight mm-hmm. percent of black people voted for Clinton. Sixty-five percent of Hispanics voted for Clinton, according to this article by BBC. Maybe. Okay. Maybe I have that wrong. Maybe it's actually more blacks voted for Trump than any other Republican before. From it might be less. That could be wrong. If eighty-eight percent of those wrong. who are African American voted for Hillary Clinton, that's could be wrong right here on this podcast. Really, okay. it's okay. You're, you're no, allowed no. to be. You're allowed to be wrong. I'm allowed to be. Isn't that, is that, isn't that, isn't that good? Isn't that yeah, good that's point? great. We we really we really don't like people that people are ignorant, but we don't allow people to be ignorant. 
Yeah, you can't be wrong in today's day and age. Right? See? That's why I'm saying it so many times. I'm like, I'm, I guess I, I, I get upset sometimes that there's no like road to redemption for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Some things are unforgivable that I can definitely say, Bill Cosby, you're done. You're fucking done, Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. It's no coming back. Okay. Um, what I mean, what he did was inexcusable. But then there's like people like, like, what do you think about Louis C.K.? So, well, I mean, I thought that that was interesting in terms of like what you were talking about in terms of like people like about ready to like already with their notepad going to criticize you in a comedy club. Yes. Because he came back, right? I listened to what his set was because everyone was really frustrated that he went, you know, that he came back. Yes. Well, not everybody, but there's a big chunk of people that yes. were upset. So I'm like, well, let me listen to the set and see if other people are just like, boo, you're back, right? Everyone was like. You got a standing ovation. You got, everyone was laughing. I listened, to, I listened to the whole thing. Everyone was just laughing the whole time. Now, maybe people did get up and walk out if they didn't agree with the fact that he was up there because they didn't get the chance. Like, I didn't pay to see this. Why is my money going to this? Or, you know, my time is going to something. Well, he can't up. announce that he's going to do it. Yeah. And, and you can't. And you don't get to hear a person walk out. Yeah. Uh, unless they make a big shtick about it. And they didn't. So maybe they're being respectful in that way. I don't know. But in all honesty, uh, people seem to appreciate the fact that this comedian came back and did comedy again um in terms of louis ck what he did was gross <laughs> sounds gross right yeah it's like he, fucked up just to like be clear like he was he like could take interns right and then matt and like invite he'd, he'd have him come in he'd leave the door like he, he wouldn't he wouldn't enclose them he wouldn't yeah, like masturbating in front of girls and they could leave whenever they want yeah pretty much it's gross it's super gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of power in like, uh, not like political power. Like, I don't even know if it's necessarily a power thing or just like, he's kind of a little sexually fucked up. Like I know girls, yeah. like I've sure. slept with women who want that to be fucking slapped in the face, who want to be choked while you're making love with them. Yeah. There's that, there's that whole aspect to that. And I know, like maybe it's just some weird sexual thing that he really gets off to just masturbating in front of women without asking them. Yeah. And that's wrong, but I don't know if it's unforgivable. And also when people jump on the train of really hating on him for that set that he did, Mm -hmm. especially the part about um, the school shooting where he's like, saying like these kids shouldn't have a voice because like you just threw the fat kid in front of you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, have you, the people who are upset about that, I'm like, you've never listened to Louis stand up before. Have you? That's a, that's all he does. That's all try he to does. Like ride the fence. It's super fucked up comedy. And that's one of the reasons why he's become one of the most famous comedians and why Especially I personally love his comedy still to this day. I would even go as far as saying I still love Bill Cosby's comedy to this day because art and the person, two separate things. Mm. I think Bill Cosby, I don't think anybody should ever air his comedy anymore. I think that we pretty much got to write him off. But if I watch his comedy, the jokes are still funny. If I listen, if I listen to Thriller, I'm still going to dance. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, it does matter what they did as a human being but like it, the 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 art is so good still and i just can't take that away and anybody who gets upset for louis for making that joke 
I laughed at it. I'm fucked up. I love fucked up senses of humor. Have you ever listened to like uh, Anthony Jesselnick? I haven't listened to Anthony Jesselnick. I listened to Bob Saget. That's something. That, have you listened to Bob Saget? A little bit. Oh my gosh. It's kind of a little bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. We should, if you want, after we're done with this, we should watch uh, Anthony Jesselnick's special. It's like, I don't know, it's like 60 minutes or something. It's, okay. it's so fucked up and funny. I mean, he says things that are just uh, not politically correct, but they're just really funny because right. I think I think it goes back to what you were saying about the being authentic. Yeah. And I look at somebody like Bill Burr, who in the yeah. last three or four years has completely just arose out of nowhere. Yeah, through the as, internet. At, through the internet and through doing a ton of open mics. But like, here's a straight white male who just came up in comedy making very politically incorrect jokes. But he's authentic to himself in a way where he says, yeah, I know you're not supposed to make fun of fat people, but I don't know why. I'm not shoving the Twinkies in there. You are. Like, that's so authentic to him and funny that you just go, it, it, it's just him. And you laugh at it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the thing that I'm searching for still yeah. in writing my comedy. And I'm just, I'm a little, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm afraid to get up and do it. And I, I do make some excuses like, I don't want to commute there. And also you have to pay money to do the open mics. And I'm also very, very busy all the time trying to afford living in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know. Take it, and also the thing about these open mics, you have to stay for the whole hour. Yeah, you have to hear all the comedians. You should, which you should. And you're absolutely right. You should. But if I could just show up and do my set and leave, I would probably already be going to open mics. It's just a matter of like, I have to show up 15, 30 minutes early to get a spot, and then I have to sit through an hour, and then maybe even talk to people for a little bit after. Like you shouldn't leave. It's very frowned upon. And also, I do also want to meet other comics i want to meet other people i want to see people who are funny and talk to them and befriend them mm-hmm. and have them on my fucking podcast too there's that sure 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 sure. yeah yeah you see, i mean you know what brian regan did when he first started he like i guess he i think he might have found a place for like free where he could just do open mic but he did it every night like the guy said oh like how often do you want to come he's like i to come every night he's like you want to come every night and he was like yeah if i you know if i said that to my ex-girlfriend she didn't like that oh my gosh I, I saw it coming at some time. But you want, but you want to do stand up every night? He says, if I, if you allow me, he's like, okay. He's like, he's like, so I did it every night for yeah. two years, and then I went on the road. And the whole reason is, now I get to work with different crowds. I get to work on my material as much as humanly possible. Mm. And so it's like, that's what you got to do. I mean, I know, I, I, I believe that's what Jabuki did. Jabuki Young White. He's on a Trevor Noah's show. Yeah, I don't watch Trevor show. Noah. Yeah, I, mean, I know who he is, of course. But. Right, yeah. He's a correspondent for yeah. Trevor Noah. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, he's the guy in The Daily Show. He took over John Stewart's part, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. totally. Uh, but that's... Uh, I, Jabuki is someone that I... Jabuki. I, yeah, I know a little bit. Uh, he's been on Fallon twice now. He's from my neck of the woods. I actually faced him in a speech tournament. Uh, oh, in, really? in original comedy, yeah. Oh wow. Um, he he was great back then. He was he had a lot of energy. The song's not made after him, is it? No. It Jabuki, not. Jabuki. Well, it's not named after him. I, I don't okay, know. I was just age. I thought that was a very famous person who but the song he, was named after. But he went to DePaul University, and I and he did comedy there, and then he dropped out of university and 
to pursue his comedy career because it was taking off. That's fantastic. So he did it for th- like he, he, I guess he did it for like three years. I really want to do the open mic thing. I got to figure out a way to get this to make me money. Just so I can do only this. That is the point. I don't want like all these fancy shit. I want to not have to do 110 lift rides a week. That's right. what I want. That's what you want. I want to have this support me enough so that you yeah. don't have to send me like like your book before I will have had the time to read it. That would have been cool. That would have been cool, right? Like I, I looked up like a little bit. You know, I went on your Instagram. I liked some of your videos and your photos. And I watched what you were recently putting out so that I have an idea of what you're doing and what you're talking about. Mm. And then you told me a few things that, you know, a few talking points that like your book is about. And so I'd have something to talk about. Right. But I would just like to just have that already. Yeah. Or just have somebody on who I like have someone on who's just on YouTube and also here in Los Angeles and like, Hey man, I watched like four of your videos and they're super yeah. funny. Yeah. Like, I just want to have you on totally. And I want to be able to make the amount of money. I'm thinking about just taking all of this and just putting it out only on Patreon, all of my content, just doing it on Patreon, which is a dark move. I don't like doing that. I really want to get to the point where content is just free for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I, I used to make music. Mm-hmm. You know this probably. I used yeah, to like yeah, do yeah, music yeah, yeah. back in university. Yeah, uh, and any money I ever made from doing music, I always just wanted to make t-shirts and just give them out to my fans. I wanted to make CDs and just give my music out. I didn't. It was never about me making money. Mm-hmm. And even this, it's not necessarily about me making money. But if it's like they say that the first million is the hardest, right? The first million dollars that you make is the hardest million because after that, two, three, four, five, six million comes a lot easy because you have the money to then and you have all the time to then invest and figure out the right things. Like if I had all of my shit paid for and Mm -hmm. all I had to do was be an actor in Los Angeles, that's the first million quitting your day job, having nothing to do but just fucking making content all the time making the youtube videos going on the audition self-submitting right. shooting the headshots doing the reels try it fail try it fail 12 times fail 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 i want to shoot 12 real footages and have all of them fail for the 13th to be the right fucking one but i don't have that kind of time and money it's that first million that's so hard to make yeah i mean Yeah, but there's like systems you put in place to make sure that you make it to the million. Like you ever hear of Grant Cardone? What's his name? Grant Cardone. He's all over no. all social media. So you'll find him on Instagram. He, Grant Cardo. He, Grant Card One. Grant Cardone. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he talks about saving 40% of your income. Wow. Yeah. What are you going to do? He's like, solve that, solve that problem with your other 60%. And there you go, just bank 40% of your income. He's like, and that's all I did. And then I became a millionaire. But you know what? I wasn't living like a millionaire. <laughs> I, but I had a million bucks. When he's like, when I became a millionaire, no one would have known I became a millionaire. I barely knew I became a millionaire. Wow. That's the whole idea. Um, I just kept in, I just kept working on my money. I kept investing in like properties. That's what he started doing. And then, you know. Um, yeah, that's an interesting thing. It's I, I, I do want to invest. I 
I want to save some money, but then at the same time, it's like I cannot wait to spend that money on the things that I think will make me more money. Like, I really enjoy traveling, and I want a lot of my my social stuff to uh, be surrounded around my travels. And eh, traveling costs a lot of money. And then also, while you're there, you have to be able to shoot the content, build the content, put it out while you're doing it. Ton of work. I see it. I, I go, I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm just like, this is crazy. But that's the type of work that I want to do. Feels good. The problem is that it's a lot of work doing all of that and doing 110 lift rides a week. <laughs> that's uh, that's too much work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You could, I mean, there's a guy who also films all his like lift rides. I thought about that. <laughs> I thought about doing that. I thought about like putting up a sign it. on the back head, the head thing. In the in the car chair saying, "Do you want to be on my podcast? Let me know." Oh yeah. And then if someone's like, like "Hey, Jonah so Hill you got this thing about being on your podcast? Let me know. What's that about?" I'd be like, "Oh hey, yeah, I got this podcast. I put my phone up right here too, so I record it and throw it up on YouTube. If you want, uh, I got a, a cheat uh, a waiver, you know, to use your image, your likelihood, yeah. and um, you can wait to sign it until after we're done, so you don't say anything too ridiculous or something that you don't agree with saying." Um, and, and shooting that, but the audio quality, I don't think would be good enough unless I had lavalier mics attached to myself and them, or like these microphones in my car, which there's no way to set them up. And also I would want multiple camera angles and just my iPhone in the front alone doing it and it like i don't want someone to get my car and be like why do you have like four gopros in here and a thing to be in your podcast about like i just want a lift ride mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah so i have thought about that i'm still trying to figure it out do you have any suggestions um to make money i mean i like to make money off my instagram too <laughs> I, I, have you no no not yet no i'd like to make money off a, a youtube page i started a little bit of a youtube page mm-hmm. but that uh at the moment um it's not like really active at the moment there's like one video that explains why yeah, tinder's probably gonna get eaten up when facebook joins the dating app world at least in america it hasn't hit america yet my mother got so upset except facebook looks like it's dying now so i don't know it's, it's not it's never gonna die it's it's just for old people it's never gonna die yeah though. like myspace so like myspace is dead MySpace is dead, dead. Did you hear about that uh, thing that happened where they lost everyone's music today? Where? On MySpace. They lost over 50 million songs from 14 million artists. Really? Excuse me. Yes. And that's like the... I mean, MySpace doesn't have a lot going for it. And that's like the only thing they have That was the only it. thing that they had going and for then, it. And then like Instagram shut down too. Like everyone's just... Well, they just went offline. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram well, just they went a server offline. Problem. They blacked out, man. Yeah. Like, I didn't is, know what to do with myself that day. I didn't realize. Oh, I felt good because I didn't realize. I was like, oh, Instagram was down. Okay, cool. <laughs> that must mean I'm doing all right. <laughs> must mean I got my sanity. I was like, why won't my feed refresh? I was like, what is going on with this? And then, so of course, I jumped on Twitter, which is where I go when I have problems with Instagram, and everybody's like, get blacked out again. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest blackout they've ever had. Facebook and Instagram both have problems all day long. Yeah, that's Facebook. Did you see, do you find, yeah, yeah, you follow me on Instagram, right? Do you yeah. ever watch my stories? I I don't watch a lot of people. I'm not a story it's guy. It's okay if you don't. I know, I know. I, I, I mean, I haven't watched I was going to tell stories. you about, so I put out this story where I was like, 
man, Instagram was down all day today. I made like $4,000 and did like 50 things that I've been trying to get done. This is awful. Like, <laughs> I'm so productive. What's going on? Well, there you go. You don't got to wake up in the morning. Just, <laughs> just shut up Instagram and then re-download it. <laughs> I do enjoy doing the social media thing a lot. I really want to. That's good. I really want to do. Uh, I have a hard time with it. I just have a hard time building content. I'm just like, this is. Why is that? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I was kind of just doing it because I really, because what I really care about, again, it's it, like you said, it's like not about me, but I'm sitting here going like, I want to be able to give people the stuff I know and like it, like the stuff directly from my book. I'm just going to give it to you. It's fine. You, you're going to maybe you want the book because it's all like in one little spot and then mm-hmm. you can give it to your friend. Right. Cool. Share the idea. Share this idea. That's all. Just spread the idea. That's fine. It's not about me. Spread the idea because I think ultimately it's not about building. It's not about building a great Instagram page. It's not about building money for Lewis Stone. It's about building a great country at the end of the day. And I think we need to get back in touch with relationships and we can't go back. We have to go forward. So let's use these dating apps. It's about leaving the world with more than it had before you came into it. And good more. Like and good, good more. Like good more. And good more. Yeah, don't just like... Yes, of course. Drop a bunch of beanie it's babies and call. It's about coming to this planet and just trying to make it a little bit better. Like yeah. that that your existence here made it a little bit better. Yeah. And the, and, the, and the thing is, is that trying to give people like the truth and trying to give them like... Act, like not... I, I Like I'll go and say a, a dating app's Instagram page. And see very kind of niche Instagram-y kind of things. Like, I want to go on a date, but right now I'm a potato. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, a lot of people are going to like that. And a lot of people are following you and they're going to comment on it. And they're going to send you it to You forgot the friend. hashtag vegan after potato. Hashtag vegan, not really. Right? <laughs> I want to go outside right now, but I'm such a potato. Hashtag vegan. And, and people will engage with that. And that's cool. And it's partially because some people find it funny. Some people... Uh, like the content some people and some people are just following you because they like you until they like the content yeah but at the end of the day I'm just like is that it's relatable for people but is it helping anybody and I don't know and I just want to make sure anything I'm putting out there is really just helping people and inspiring people to the heart the hardest part is putting it out there Lou yeah that's the hardest part mm-hmm. is just and I'm giving it to you but it's just like t- it, it's like creating it like you gotta like yeah, I just I, listen. If you're gonna catch a fish, if you're gonna catch a fish, have sixty. Do you ever think about <laughs> how much work goes into catching an actual fish? Yeah, I've never really caught a you fish. You got to get like all of your. Maybe you don't even have a tackle box. Maybe your dad doesn't even have a tackle box. My dad had a tackle box. I was lucky, so I had a bunch of lures already. But then, like, you got to go and you got to find a bunch of lures mm-hmm. you got to get the reel mm-hmm. you got to buy a decent reel mm-hmm. you got to learn how to use it mm-hmm. you, and th- like so much shit goes in before you even cast that line it's true you got to there's this whole setup there's this whole setup my thing is cast it as soon as possible you're gonna learn a lot more that's why i'm doing this this is not specific my my friend kate was getting on me a little bit yesterday because she was like, "Sure, you don't have a niche. You don't have like a specific thing that you do. And I go, you're right. I don't. That's my problem. But that's why I'm doing something is because I'm hoping that from doing something general will come something specific yeah. that from 
quantity will come quality. That by doing these conversations with people, I will say, you know what? I, uh, I really need to get a fucking map right here. I really need to fucking get some artwork in this apartment. I really need to get a different table because this is fucking making sound all the time. I need to be lower. These chairs are not comfortable. Like I need to completely revamp this. Need different microphone equipment. That's the whole point. It's a blank slate right now. It's a blank slate right now. But you, the hardest part. (laughs) (laughs) I just ran into my microphone. Today, this room, tomorrow, the world. Yeah. You know, I used to wear white t-shirts into my auditions when I was younger because I'd be like, I'm like your blank slate. You can paint me however you want. Did you tell people that? I'm an artist. You told people that. You're not yeah, gonna I answer, but you told I told people. I told I said that in one audition. Did I get you the part? Uh, no. No, okay. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Try to be authentic. That's no, you're, you are. And in, in, in my authenticity, I just the next because the thing in my head is that I would say to be like, Yeah, next. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also not a Hollywood exec, I'm just like a regular dude here. So that's that's a different. Like, you're on your way to Hollywood exec, Lou. I, don't, I mean, another reason I don't why I want to be listen, a hey, exec. another Those reason why I wanted to have you on this no podcast. Reason. You're my first person that I've had that's not Kate on this. Yeah, yeah. One of the reasons is because I can look at you and I know that you're going to do something successful. Uh, I don't really know what it is yet. Mm. Maybe it's this dating app thing. Maybe this dating app thing will be a step Maybe. toward the next thing. Thank you. You're going to do something successful. You've got a successful mentality. You're like a morally good, good-looking dude that helps a lot. That like actually has a worth work ethic and isn't afraid to take chances. Like moving from the south suburbs of Chicago to Los Angeles, it takes a lot of balls. Yeah. And you're like, I'm gonna just fucking do it. Yeah. I'm just gonna do it. I know other people who are like out there kind of doing. I had, a, I had zero plan. I had a. I had zero plan. I had zero plan. I, thought- I had. Oh, bye, GoPro. I had um. You have another battery or no? Four. Yeah, this is a, this is battery. I honestly think it might be just overheating. It was pretty hot when I put in the last battery. Okay, I'm just See wondering if your if phone's we, still working. Yeah, if my phone's not working. Then we only have one camera going. Yeah, your phone's not working. Oh, jeez, we're gonna have like half a podcast. <laughs> uh, did you? It'll be like. So, what do you think? <laughs> Oh, yeah? What's your book called? That's why it's also a podcast, though, is because uh, then people can just listen to it and there's not all these fucking problems. And I can uh, probably cut these parts out. My cousin actually just came to me uh, recently and said he wanted to edit my videos for me. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Well, it's recorded everything so far. That's fantastic. Just hit record again. That's totally fine. This has recorded everything so far. I, let me make sure that my phone is still 31. running. Oh, wow. This thing only goes up to 3148. Oh. All three of those clips are 3148. My GoPro only goes until 17-something. That's weird. Isn't that weird? Must be like a programming thingy. Yeah, to like make sure you don't. My phone's dying. Because like in case like your phone... Yeah, my phone's got 14%. Give me like another half hour. Okay. I mean, unless you're 
Mike's I'm enjoying the conversation. I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm having fun. Okay, great. Me too. <laughs> okay, good. Yes, we're having fun. Um, I, I might have cut that part out if I if I did. We were just checking on the cameras. Um, yeah. What were you talking about? I have no idea. I'm just letting it. Oh, was, I was uh, complimenting you on your balls. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have. I had zero plan coming out here. I had like four or five thousand dollars, a car, and a girl, and a couch to crash on for a week. Here we go. Gonna figure it out. Can't stand. Can't stand the burbs of Detroit anymore. Cannot be there anymore. Wow. Gotta come somewhere else. Right. Yeah. I couldn't. I, I. I was talking to. I was talking to a pastor, and he was like, "Why do you gotta go out there? Like, why?" I was just like. I'm like, to sin. I just feel like uh, I had I had I had no qualms about I, yeah. There's there's no sin, yes or no issue coming out here. Which is like, I'm just that's kidding. Not the point. Yeah, no. But like some people are like, I gotta stop the sin coming out of Hollywood. Yeah, or like, right. I gotta go for all. Oh I man, gotta, I get people. I've been held back so long. I gotta let it all out. My, last time I was home for Christmas, my uncle said to me, "Make sure you keep those liberals in California." Oh. And I was like, "All right." They're already in your backyard, but all right. That's true. Yeah. True. And the conservatives are in your backyard here, so. Yeah, right. Right. So. Lancaster is a stone throw away. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. I, I, uh, I was like, why do you got to come out here? I was just like, I don't know. It's just like, I got to do that. Like, that's that. that just got to do that. I And why stay here? Like, I know. I know everything that's here. Like, I like everything that's here. See, that's a man move. Right. That's that's a, <laughs> like a man has to go out and make a way for himself. I was like, I gotta do this hero's journey thing. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I got, I hear the call, whatever that is, instinctually, God. I believe in me, it was God. Yeah, but I believe that too. Right, and I was just like, I don't know, like I just hear, I just feel it. You gotta go, you gotta go. I don't know. It's a, I, it, and and whether I'm supposed and hey, to stay when there, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. I'm, seriously. <laughs> And when you and when and I and I, and I don't know like if I'm just supposed to learn something when I go there and come back or but whatever I'm gonna figure it out and we'll see what happens. So I went out there. How much money did you have when you come out here? I had like five. Yeah, that's what I had. Yeah, I had like just around five thousand. Mm-hmm. Did you have a car? Did you drive out? I had a car. Did you drive out? Yeah, with my dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, how did he get back? He took a plane back. Yeah, he took a plane. That's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice little road trip. See, I moved out with my significant other at the time. That's good. Yeah, it worked out perfect. Yeah. And honestly, if I hadn't moved out with her, I don't know how things would have went. done it. Yeah. Would have been really hard. I found a place with four people. Like, before that, my, me and my dad, like, went out for, like, a four week. Four people. Four people. It was in a nice place in West Hollywood. Oh, that's Like, cool. a generally nice place. Um, it was either, like, live, live in a studio by myself. Okay. Or live with these like four guys mm-hmm. and they seemed like pretty okay and there's like this guy who like sent us a message like hey i saw like we had, we had posted like we had made profiles in a couple of places and we we're like the whole week just find a place find a place whatever it is um this guy was like hey i just got a call i gotta get out to new york and like you want it like let's go check it out so i went there he, he was like you can keep the bed like i'll like throw the bed in for like an extra like a couple hundred and i was like fine and it was nice because i was gonna share a room with the dude but like the bed was like okay like officially reserved my space yeah <laughs> and i can dump my clothes there like that's my activity thing listen if you're trying to move to los angeles people who are listening to this hmm. if you're trying to move to los angeles and you have even five thousand dollars 
if you have absolutely nothing, wish you the best of luck. But yeah. I, you know, Lou and I moved out with about five thousand dollars. Looking back in retrospect, if I had if I had done it again, I would have put an ad out on Craigslist and I would have said, "I'm from the Midwest and I have some money and I need a place to live." I don't. And I would have gotten a lot of responses. And I would have looked at those. The thing is, is I had a hard time finding a place. Right. But if the places had come to me and I have been able to go and look at them. It's just like dating apps. Just say that you have some money. Don't say that you have a lot of money. Just say, hey, I'm from the Midwest. I just moved here. I have some money. I need a place to stay. Put it out on Craigslist. Give that a shot. Because I wish I had done that and given that a shot. And also on my own have been looking for places. I only on my own went on Zillow and apartments.com and looked for places. And it was fucking hard back three years ago, three and a half years ago. If you also go on Easy Roommate and Roomster, like that's like we made a profile on one of those. And that's why I found the guy and he reached out to me. Uh, Wait, Roomster? Yeah, I think I think it was called Roomster.com. That's a thing? Yeah. I've never heard of that. It's like it's like another there's a couple of those websites, like roommates looking for roommates. So Or go on couchsurfing.com. That yeah. saved me when I went to Sweden. But also Holy be shit. careful because people like there was some creepy people. Oh yeah. Like I, I, I there's plenty of stories that I can say of like people that we met and I was like, hmm. There's one guy. Like he had he was like one of those like he has a bunch of like people living there. And he's like, ah, oh, like, he's like, got one of those like compound, compound things. And those like, things are so scary and sketchy. And I, was, and, I, and, I, and I looked, it's so interesting because like, it's, it's so archetypal. It's, <laughs> it's so archetypal. It's like, I, I, I just go back to Pinocchio. Like Jordan Peterson likes to talk about Pinocchio. Um, and I don't know if you've ever seen it. Have you ever seen Pinocchio? Maybe before? I don't know. But there's a guy named the coachman and he's like taking all these boys to Pleasure Island. And he says, once they go to Pleasure Island, they never come back as boys because they all turn into donkeys, which is a code for jackass. So you go to Pleasure Island, you stay there, and then suddenly you are you become... That sounds fucked up. You, well, yeah, but it's real life. You don't learn any skills. You just pleasure yourself the whole for you know 10 years. You come back, you're out, you're 30. Wow, so they took Pinocchio to Pornhub. Yeah, it's terrible. So... <laughs> so here, so here's what I'm saying. Well, you can do that, or you can say drinking, or whatever your, whatever your vice is. So... Um, so, but we went there, this compound, it's like a bunch of people. There's like a lot of, there's a lot of girls, but there's some guys, um, this guy invited me and my dad in and like, he's like, yeah, like sit down, sit down. And I was like, all right, feeling it. Like, I'm not getting like immediate radar. Like, nah, not, don't like this guy. Like it was okay. And then like he said, he's like, he said, it's like, I got a good feeling about you. Like, I feel like you'd like fit well here. And like, it's like, he's like, like, I don't know. Like, I just got like that. I got the vibe. I'm like, okay. So, well, and it looked fine. Like, it looked like it was really busy and looked like there wasn't a lot of space, but people had enough space for, like, their own personal space. Yeah, Maybe yeah. not a lot of privacy. Maybe I want some more. But, you know, whatever. And yeah, the, like and three the, people using the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, hey, knocking. And none of us know each other. And none of us are siblings. And, and like, I would, like, look. I, and I, didn't see, I didn't see any guys there at that moment, but I saw a bunch of girls. And I, like, we kind of asked them, like, Oh, hey, well, that's even a better situation. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Like. Yeah, actually. I'm just not. I, I don't know. I'm not going to say I know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Um, but we like asked them, hey, so you like it? What's it like? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You know, okay, cool. We left. We looked. Oh, what was it? Um, the dirty, like the dirty.com or something like that. The dirtied? Like the dirty. It's kind of like get like, or like the dirt, like 
can you get give me the dirt on somebody or the dirt on the place? Uh, we found this guy's name. He's like this like guy who's like trying to be a director, but he's been very manipulative, and he's like, it, it didn't say any. It said like he like yeah he has like this like little compound in this area of Los Angeles, and he has and like he 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 hates like the guys there, blah 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 blah. He's kind of like weird with the girls a little bit, blah 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 blah, and me and my dad like looked at it, and it was kind of like well. We don't know how much of this is true. We don't know if someone's just writing a, you know, a little spit article at this guy. At the same time, it's like someone's writing something about this guy. There's probably more drama going on in there that we're not that we don't know. This about. isn't an Amazon review. It's not a competitor. No, <laughs> it's just like there's some dude who's like, hmm. So I don't know. So we just didn't go with it, and it just made, and it was like a weird picture of him that looked really bad. About like he looked looked pretty clean cut when we saw him. But there's like this other like picture. I don't, it looked like a mugshot. It just looked like a mugshot. And I was just sitting here going like, mm, mm-hmm. And he's like, he's been trying to like make it for like ten years, and he like, doesn't do anything. There's so, a lot of sketch in Los there's Angeles. There's a lot of sketch. So like, if you do come out and you do like post a, a an ad somewhere, okay, just like understand people will people will say anything, and and you might have a good feeling, but really, like you can trust your gut after you do your research. Yeah, maybe don't listen to what I say. If you're listening to this. No, like don't you, maybe don't do what I said to do. Uh, um, no, like you're good. You're right. Yeah, but I'm like thinking about it and I'm like you're just probably once, right just... that more people would try and and the thing is is somebody moving out here like I would be so, like if somebody you're had so... done that to me and put me in a compound, I was so green that I don't know if I would have been able to differentiate the bullshit from the real shit and some people just want to make it some people just want a moment for safety and some comfort i just want to sleep for like two days in a nice place not my car and also like i was so nice when i got out here i didn't want to tell anybody no right and you're just like i gotta be be next to everybody i gotta i gotta i gotta like just work my way up i gotta do whatever it takes and whatever it takes might just mean i gotta like do this for night maybe i gotta sleep in this guy's closet with just a cot yeah, and maybe this guy mugs me in the middle of the night or something. I don't yeah. know. I don't know any of these people. So Isn't everyone... Uh, okay, I'm done with it. Right. So, but it's just like, it's a problem. You got to be careful. So, um, But yeah, I found a place with these guys. It was all right. Um, didn't, ha- didn't have a job. Didn't have a job lined up. Didn't have anything figured out. But the whole point is that you go out there. At, uh, you said this earlier, where you just... You jump into the ocean, you learn how to swim, right? Yeah. I was so scared that for the first, like, two days, though. Like, I felt like I was a complete wreck like uh, not like a wreck not, not not like a wreck i felt like i was a sham mm. i was like i'm like oh like i talk like a big game like i, I but had i didn't really talk that big before? of a game what had you ever been to los angeles i've been to los angeles you have been yeah and i've been to san francisco i've been to california a few times before that okay like See, i games. had only been once for two months mm-hmm. i moved out here with a different girl who i was dating at the time she convinced me to come out here for a uh, summer in between junior and senior year university and uh, I fell in love with the city, and I knew I had to come back. And um, yeah, that was my poison. That's that, good. That I mean, that's good. Life. Yeah, I remember. And I'm yeah. I just <coughs> and I didn't want to tell anyone I was out here too. Like I didn't want to say. Like, what do you mean you don't want to tell anybody you was out here? I was just like, hey, I'm out here. Like I didn't. I just felt very vulnerable. I, that's like a big thing with me. I'm like, I'm like, eh, I'm trying to be. Eh, if I'm vulnerable, I am vulnerable. I'll keep it to myself. You know oh I mean? man, I immediately came out here and I was like. I didn't want people to think I'm I was begging. in Los Angeles. I'm doing it. Like, th- I was so proud of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I was doing it. And then the moment I got there and my dad, like, flew away, like, the next day on my Ooh. own, I was like, 
So you know what I did, <laughs> right? It's just like I'm dipping my toe, and you can't dip it. You gotta go, right? So, but I, so I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna take my car. I'm gonna drive around by myself. And the, I'm from so I'm from Chicago. We drive like not aggressively, like you could say aggressive. People would say aggressively, but I'd say competently. And it's like, oh, there's a yellow. I'm going, right? Yeah. Mm, whatever. You'll I'm, fit right in here then. I'm, people don't cut people off. It's like I am strategic. Like I know exactly where I'm going. You stay. At the you you decided you're on that pace. I'm like everyone's fine. Yes, just everyone stay as confident as you are and just let it happen. It's great in Chicago. Here, everything's like a two car delay. <laughs> How do you mean? Like you, we will always let two extra cars go through a red light. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's a two car delay. You didn't know that, right? I didn't know that. So oh. I'm driving and I'm like going and just like. Oh no! The ten and two hands. He brought out the ten and two hands. Everybody, I had the ten and two hands. But I'm sitting here going like, trying to go forward more, and people are like, "Chill." And I'm like, "It's like we're gonna let you go, but you're gonna go slow, right?" (laughs) And I'm like, "No, I just want to like go for a consistent pace." No, we don't go a consistent pace here. (laughs) No, sometimes we go fast, and sometimes we go slow. Sometimes we change it up. Sometimes we drive in more than one lane at a time. Sometimes we uh, we be in the fastest lane and go the slowest, and sometimes we go in the slowest lane and be the fastest. You yeah, know? it's just so I try to get acclimated just by like I'm gonna drive. I just I'm learning the streets. I'm learning the area. You know that Brian Reagan line that he does where he goes merge everybody merge. Mer- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think about I that only all have the time. A lot of anxiety right now. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> no, I wasn't imploding. I had anxiety at the moment, but. Um, and so it was, it was, it was, I just, it was bad. And people were beeping at me and I was like, oh man, I'm getting beeped at. This is, so I went back and I pulled in. Like I was fine, but it was just like, nope, that didn't work. That didn't put me at ease at all. That just made me feel like I'm not a part of this. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what ended up saving me in Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah. And then on, we can, and then I can that save. regard is, um, I got a dr- job yeah. selling Vitamix blenders. Oh, wow. In different Costco's all across Los Angeles. That sounds fun. Kind of like you get to get acclimated to the area, right? It does sound fun, doesn't it? You're doing belly to belly sales. Here's the reason why I got into it. What's belly to belly? Talking to you. Oh, okay. Like I'm right here. One on one. You are a person. I have a thing I want you to set, to buy from me. I'll take it. I have to sell it. We are belly belly. We are right here. Give me one. I got it. You're yeah, I'm not calling anybody. Um, I got that job because I went to, I dual majored in film and video production mm. and advertising. Yeah. And I was a big head in the advertising program by the time I left mm-hmm. Grand Valley. I had won a bunch of competitions and done a bunch of things. I was the I president that. of the, yeah, you remember that? I was the president of the advertising club. Um, but I felt like once I got here to Los Angeles, I was like, I couldn't fucking sell anything to anyone. Right. Like I knew how to come up with cute little lines and fun advertisements on After Effects. That was about the extent of what I had to do. But if I had to sell you something, I didn't know where the fuck to start. Right. So I got into selling $500 blenders yeah. in Costco road shows to complete strangers as a social experiment because I wanted to learn how to actually sell something That's to good. somebody. It's good, but it was a hundred percent, one hundred percent commission based. Oh, jeez. No. I mean, that's yeah, sink or so- sail. Sink or swim. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it was, Lou. 
I was like, either I'm going to sell a lot and make my money mm-hmm. or I'm going to completely fail and not make any money. Yeah. So I'm not going to completely fail and not make any money. I'm either going to learn how to swim or I'm going to drown. And so I learned how to swim. It was a very hard job. I did it for eight months and I quit as soon as I could. It was very, very hard. Um, but when I first lived here in Los Angeles, I moved to Koreatown. How much time have you spent driving in Koreatown? Uh, I've been. Like, yeah. I, I, like, I know the area. Yeah. It's pretty busy. It's the worst. Yeah, yeah. Lewis. It's the worst, man. I don't the like to go down is there. so bad. People just stopping in the middle of the roads. Here's, here's one of my pet peeves about people who drive in Los Angeles. If you live in Los Angeles and you drive like this, you're one of my pet peeves. You don't turn your left turn signal on until the light turns green. I fucking hate you. Wow. You ever seen one of these people? Uh, you so, know, so, I, I'm going to let you have it, but I'm, I'm like, you can have it. I just so, so seen it as many times as any other place. So you're in, there's two lanes of traffic. There's a left lane and a right lane. People in the left lane, once the light turns green, that's when they turn their left turn signal on to mean that they're not moving. They're not going to go until they get a clear. I don't see this. You don't see this? No, I don't see this. Oh, my gosh. Well, the thing about Burbank. I would be really mad. Lewis lives in Burbank. The thing about Burbank is that the lines are the lights there are very long, but they are all designated. Yeah, they all have like left turn lanes. Yeah, they all have left turn lanes. They all have a green arrows. They West all, Hollywood did not did not have those. Koreatown does not have those either. Yeah, I lived in West Hollywood. It was terrible. So yeah, he lived in West Hollywood. West Hollywood does not have them. They have little signs that say, "Please don't turn left between the hours of four and seven. Right, but I outside that. of that, they have nothing. That, that's true. I didn't have that big of an issue though. I just like knew like the right way to go. Like I just knew like the road. Well, to take I was driving a fuck happened. ton for these jobs. They were traveling road shows, so every day yeah. around eight or nine in the morning, I was up on the road doing this. So I learned how to drive really, really well, really, really fast. Yeah. Right off the bat, as soon as I moved here to Los Angeles, which is why I don't mind driving for Lyft, because I just figured out the ebbs and flows of this absolutely fucking insane commute in los angeles people say the traffic here is really really bad and i totally agree with you but remember when i asked you what your favorite city in los angeles uh excuse me your favorite city in uh, the united states yeah, was? i didn't answer that did i oh i said chicago yeah, yeah, yeah you said chicago mine's los angeles because you like the traffic no not because i like the traffic just because i feel like this is one of the few places in america where the American dream is still alive and well. Because you can come to this city and you can do literally anything that you want. You can go anywhere that you want. You can do anything that you want to do. The possibilities are literally endless, you, at least here in 2019. Because you can be online and everybody, like people love Los Angeles stuff all over the world. So you can be YouTubing everything that you do. You mm. can start a uh, hemp company, a CBD company. You could be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. You can like, you can come here and there's enough money here where somebody will buy whatever you're selling as long as you believe in it enough. I don't know about that. I, well, as long as it's with good moral intention. Oh, I think actually if it's bad moral intention, people will, will be more prone to buy it. But Per chance. But 
You can really, I believe that Los Angeles, you can come here, you can do anything that you want to do. Yeah. And the weather is fantastic. And yes, traffic sucks. But that's because the weather is so great. And there's so much money here that so many people move here because they can do anything that they want. So yeah, that's a caveat of it. That's one of the cons. You just got to deal with it. There's a lot of people on the fucking road because there's a lot of people here because everybody likes it. Because it's good. There's a lot of homeless people. There's tons of homeless people. Why? Because the weather is so fucking good here. You can live outside all year round damn near it. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of homeless people. It's like one of the cons. A lot of people ask you for money. You just got to kind of grow a hard head to it. I don't know. I love this city. I think it's fantastic. It's my home now. There's a lot of other cities in this country I also fucking love. I love Denver. I love... uh, Denver was nice. Denver's great. I, had to, I drove through Denver to get here. I really did enjoy Austin. That was a pretty good time. Um, even enjoy like Scottsdale's all right. I don't mind Scottsdale too much. Arizona? Yeah, okay. Have you been to Arizona? Yeah, I've been to Arizona. Did you go to the Grand Canyon? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I've done that. But I, I didn't do that like on the drive here. I've been to... I have a, like a second cousin. I did the Grand Canyon on the trip back to Detroit mm-hmm. after that summer. Yeah. I moved out here mm-hmm. and that was, uh, that was a sight. That was cool. They have like less oxygen there <laughs> what? in Arizona. Like that, like the oxygen is like low and it's, and there's a lot of heat and they're high up and stuff. So what, but, how do you mean they have less oxygen? Like my second cousin, he's, he's like old. He's like in his 60s, 70s. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has like an oxygen tank. Uh, because like I think he already has like a little bit of condition, but like he he like he's got like a lot. He need like lives up on a hill. Yeah. Uh, but like up there, it's like not as good to breathe, and so he'll like drive down, and it's like easier. It's like wow. There's like a. There's it's a like some Mount Everest shit right there. Sort of, yeah. I think I think it's like a comp. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't I can't explain it. It's been a while. I, I mean, I went there back when I was how old was I? Like sixteen. 15, 16. So you've never been to New York and you want to go to Italy. This is another thing I wanted to get back on top yeah. of. Mm-hmm. And so you want to go to the tourist. I really, so I went to Italy. I, I went to the cities I mentioned to you. I really want to go to the south. Of Italy? Like Sicily. Sicily. Because people say that that's like real Italy. Like Rome's great. Florence is great. Pretty touristy. I loved Venice. Yeah. I don't know what it was when I went to Venice. For some reason, the week that I went to Venice, it wasn't as busy as Venice normally is. Most people say it's just wall-to-wall people all the fucking time. And the whole city smells and there's tons of mosquitoes. They're like, I went like, like August Mm 10th-ish. And there were a lot of people, but I could move. And it wasn't too bad. And the water levels were fine. The city didn't smell at all right. and the mosquitoes were moderate okay i fucking fell in love with venice wow. absolutely loved it but uh let me know if you want to uh go if you end up in the southern part of uh italy i'd come out for a week and come hang out with you out there we could drink some really good wine even though you don't drink i could force some wine upon you uh without your consent and um <laughs> It's supposed to just be absolutely gorgeous. Um, do you watch Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain? Oh no, I don't. I'm not a foodie. I don't watch any 
food shows. Oh, you should definitely watch Anthony Bourdain because it's... <laughs> what? We were talking about this earlier. It's like... <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I, 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 like, I don't like to recommend stuff to people. Because <laughs> I'm like... I don't want to recommend stuff to people because I, I want to act like I know you enough to recommend something to you. Yeah, yeah. Because people do that to me, and I'm just like, I hate everything. Why would you? Why would you recommend that to me? <laughs> <laughs> why would you think? And then like, and then I'll go and I'll give them a shot and I'll go watch something on Netflix and I'll sit there and then like ten minutes in, I'm like, ah, I'm done. I just can't. You know, just waste. Just done. Watch, watch the Sicily episode on right. uh, Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown on Netflix. I'll give it ten minutes. It, yeah, fine. That's fine. Yeah. It's it's so great. He is so fantastic in the way that he experiences the culture of a city. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. Because in a 40-minute in a episode, mm-hmm. about five or six minutes is about food. The other 35 minutes is about the culture. It's about the people. Mm-hmm. It's about the government, the local things that go on. It's about the things... It's about going to Rome and finding a punk rock band. It's about going to Colombia and cool. experiencing the baseball culture. It's about it's cool. it's just not about the food. He eats genuine cuisine and talks about it and is like this is like Anthony Bourdain criticizing food on most of these shows is like this is really fucking good have another beer all right great like that's about it you know and he says what he's having yeah, is the beans in here and why do you guys eat this oh because you live in a communist government and they only allow you to have eat, eat fucking beans rice and chicken and that's why here in cuba that's all that you guys fucking eat and that's why this is cuban cuisine is because you figured out the best ways to make this work underneath your communist government i mean it's it i would really recommend just checking it out man because it's toast, huh? and the videography for it the editing the music everything about it is just a phenomenal documentary piece okay and um the the sicily episode i got so high I, and when i was in rome i met uh, many people from italy who were like wait you're not going to sicily like that's better than any of the parts that you've been to that's exactly. like the truest of it, italian culture okay so i cannot wait i to won't go, go to Mar- you said marone marone like rome italy florence milan milan and venice venice yeah so i won't go to milan i i would skip milan and go to sicily Milan's very much of like a business-ish city. That makes sense. Um, I don't know. I don't get any business. <laughs> no business. No. <laughs> the dating app guy doesn't have business. What do you I guys have... think about that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Only with one woman. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. What's the name of your book? It's uh, Swipe, Swipe Love? Love. Swipe Love? Swipe Love. That's a good name. Mm-hmm. It's one word? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, man. By Lewis Stone, L E W I S. L E W I S, Stone Like a Rock. Because I am. I like to think I've written a book that gives you a good, firm foundation. <laughs> Emphasis on firm? Yeah. Um, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Lewis Stone Says. Lewis Stone Says. Everybody can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lewis Stone Says. Uh, do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, we can. How do you how do you, how do you like to wrap it up? 
uh, usually ending with the social handle of where people can find you and your stuff and your book. Yeah. And then uh, you can find me on. Uh, let me check which part of the phone's working. I don't know if I don't know if you're. Oh, it's totally on. 27 minutes. All right, great. Perfect enough to wrap this up. Yeah, four minutes. Go. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to cut this. I don't know if you watched. I'm not cutting this, so you no, look but good. but seriously, thanks for having me on. I really yeah, appreciate you reaching out to me. I'm and... super glad you, that you came on. You mm-hmm. know, I'm super glad that we reconnected. That you responded to my tweet of all things, because yeah. I don't tweet tweet on Twitter hardly ever. Yeah. Like you probably have nev- not seen a tweet from me in a very long time yeah, before you I saw didn't. that one. Yeah, I don't respond to a lot of tweets either. Really? No, I just. But I saw that one. I was like, I must be doing something right. That's fate. It's Pete Davidson. That's not Pete. That's not. <laughs> <fate>. <laughs> right. <laughs> so okay, people can find you. Yeah, uh, find me on Instagram and Twitter. Hit me up. DM me, whatever you want. We can talk. Happy to talk about anything you want. We, we can figure it out. You got questions about dating apps, questions about dating, questions about relationships. Uh, you want to ask me a personal question? We Maybe I'll answer that. I don't know. We'll find out how personal that gets. But uh, yeah, at Instagram and Twitter, Lewis Stone says, happy to talk. Uh, my book, Swipe Love, Building Quality Relationships Beyond the Screen, is not out yet for pre-order, but it will be on Amazon soon. So be on the lookout. All right, great. And uh, let me know when that's on Amazon and I will uh, put out a link on my story uh, about that for you and maybe put out a post too. Cool, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on, dude. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye, everybody. Yeah.